Hey, this is Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump, the Big Bad Booty Daddy, and you listen to IcoPod, the best podcast going today. Holler if you hear me. And we're back with episode 173 of Icopod. I am Bob Conning Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Gridley and Austin Skinner. Fellas, it is the 1996 Royal Rumble. Where's our excitement level for this one? Well, I'm a little sad you didn't just open with a tagline. Mm. I'm being... What's the tag? Welcome to the dark side, live on pay-per-view. Really I guess I guess I don't mind that he didn't open with that then. Yeah, I didn't even it. notice it. That's a, not a great tagline. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, if that's what it is, then yeah, fuck that. Um, that's just a sentence. That's not even like a thing. That makes no sense. Well, I keep seeing you've been warned. Mm. Really? Yeah, on the poster and on the VHS cover. Oh, okay, I see it on the poster, program. yeah. You've been warned. That this show may or may not be good. We don't know yet. Well, the poster has like a paragraph. Yeah, it's fucking... I can't I can't quite read it. Here, let me zoom in on it. Oh, now it's getting blurry. So maybe I've been drinking or something. Uh, it says, it's time... Oh, damn it. Yeah, it's time your heart beats faster as you... Anticipate which two superstars will enter the ring first. You're on the edge of your seat every 60 seconds. Another man enters the ring. The fans are screaming. The pandemonium. Every man for himself. Anything can happen. The action is way too intense. 30 men. One ring. One ring. One winner. Man, this is no ordinary event. This is the World Wrestling Federation on the edge. This is the Royal Rumble. No, all not... that is on the fucking poster? Yeah, I don't know how they fit all that. Yeah, oh, now I am excited. God. And then it's also just uh, Diesel giving Owen Hart a big boot. Well, that's what I saw. And I was like, oh. Okay. Mind you, the big There's boot. Clocks. There's clocks behind it, too. Yeah, there is. There's also the big boot that he's <laughs> giving Owen clearly missed by about four miles. I actually really like the VHS cover that has Brett. And then Undertaker in like the circle, in like a little circle, and it says, you've been warned. And there's a stopwatch behind Brett. And then on the side of the VHS tape, there's just a picture of gold dust with no wig or nothing. He's just sitting there. It's actually one of the first shots because he has doesn't have the eyebrows or the black ears. Oh, and, he, and, he, and he has the black ears is what I mean to say. Wow. That's a weird choice. Uh, yeah, I don't know. As far as my excitement, like I was on my drive home from work today, which is always so much fun. Uh, and I was simultaneously watching, uh, the Macho Man Randy Savage A&E special. We can talk about that during the show. I I haven't watched that yet. I heard it was a burial. Yeah, we got to talk about it during the show. I got stuff to say. You know, it is what it is, and I don't want to get into that so much of it, but I was thinking it's like... 
I remember, it seems like almost as soon as Randy Savage left Raw, it wasn't good anymore. Like, mm-hmm. whether or not he was on commentary, that's one thing. But it really seems like as soon as Savage was gone, a, a large chunk of the WWF was gone. And then I was thinking back, and it's like, he was featured still pretty heavily throughout 93 and used as like a featured attraction in 94. And then I got thinking back to Royal Rumble 93 and how mad Bob and I were when he went to pin fucking Yokozuna in the finals and got thrown over the top rope and lost. Yeah. Like, fuck man. And then I was thinking about it and it's like, listen, we got that for the finals in 93 we got the double out with Brett and Luger in 94. Uh, 95 was what, Bob? I can't even remember. Michaels and Bulldog in the final two. They started off the first two and the final two. And stayed through the whole thing. Um, so realistically, the finish of the Royal Rumble seems pretty significant. For the lead up to WrestleMania. A lot of the time. Well because Savage was featured heavy in 93. And Yoko was the guy. In 93 as far as the champion goes. Uh, Same thing with 94. Same thing with 95. Sean was featured pretty heavily throughout the year. So was Bulldog for the most part. So that got me more excited. I was driving home. and, And thinking of Savage and stuff. And then like shit. We're watching Rumble 96 tonight. And potentially, whatever ends up happening in the final moments of the Rumble might paint the outline of a picture for our WrestleMania card. So I'm glad that this show has that importance to it, historically, as well as, I'll say it again because I've said it a million times, the Royal Rumble match itself is usually one of my favorites just for the sheer possibilities like what what could happen? And it's one of the matches that still kind of feels unpredictable. Not so much, you know, the modern era, but uh definitely at this time. Like there seems like there's going to be a decent amount of contenders for the first year and a couple. So that also got me excited. So I don't know. I am looking forward to this show. Um Match-wise, you know, it is what it is, but at least we have the Rumble, and like I said, at least we might have a feud or two to look forward to moving out of this show, so. Yeah, on the actual pay-per-view, there's only five matches, which is to be expected when one of them is going to be probably around an hour. Uh, All right, well, this show took place on January 21st, 1996 in Fresno, California at the Saland Arena. The attendance is 9,600. The matches that we will be seeing tonight are uh, Jeff Jarrett against Ahmed Johnson, the tag team champion Smoking Guns defending against the Body Donnas, which has been nothing on Raw to uh, really promote that or anything. The Intercontinental Champion Razor Ramon defending against Goldust. Of course, there's the 30-man Royal Rumble, which will feature uh, people from other companies as well. I... Don't want to forget about that. Some surprises will probably involve there. And then in the main event, the WWF World Champion Bret Hart defends against The Undertaker. Uh, there was one match on the free-for-all. There were no dark matches. But on the free-for-all, 
there is a match to determine the 30th entrant. Mm. So prior to this, you would know who would be the 30th entrant, and you would also know who the first entrant was, because whoever lost that match would be the first person to enter the match. So originally, Hunter Hunter Hearst Helmsley had defeated Duke Drossi by using brass knuckles to win the match, which would have meant that Helmsley would have been number 30, and Drossi would be number one. However, the WWF president, Gorilla Monsoon, came out and reversed the decision, disqualifying Helmsley... And thus, Helmsley will be forced to enter the match first, and now Duke Drossi will be your 30th entrant. So by all accounts, Duke Drossi is the favorite to win the 1996 Royal Rumble. Okay. Uh, which, mind you, we've seen pretty much none of him in the last... Who knows, man? I can't even think of the last time we even saw him on a match in Raw. I was going to say, he was on he was on in 94 quite a bit, and then once 95 hit, it was like... Nothing. No. Just gone. Yeah, I mean, we've seen. I've only seen him maybe twice max since starting with you guys. So if that dates it for you. Well, and and I want to make it clear here too because when he came in, not only did he get vignettes and and promotion, he had a pretty featured feud with the King, which at the yes. time was kind of a big deal because King was featured pretty heavy as a heel on TV. So it's weird that. It was such a quick and far drop off. You got to either think that they just didn't have anything for him after the King feud, or they just didn't feel like the character was working. There was definitely some repercussions. It didn't just happen because, oh, you know, we don't have a super good direction for you. You can definitely tell that they've moved away from the character for one reason or another. Well, I feel like what would have been a smarter decision is even just to have like Helmsley with like Henry O. Godwin. They just finished up that feud in your right. house, but could have reignited that. And then at least it's someone who's been on TV either way. And then the, sure. I think I think that would have even got probably more eyes on the free for all in general. I agree with that. That's actually yeah. a, good, a good idea. I think so too. It's just weird to me that. Duke Trosi, I guess, has a job still because if you would have told me, oh, he left back in September, I'd have been like, oh, yeah, well, that figures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing that Drosi is really known for is the Lawler feud, and that whole thing consisted of Lawler hitting him with his own trash can, and then Lawler had to apologize the next week saying, I'm sorry for being so violent. Right. So, yeah, it was silly, but... Yeah. uh for him, I guess, as memorable as you're going to get for a feud. Dude, trust yeah, I, I'm not really sure what you can do with a garbage guy. Yeah. To be honest, but. Obviously not use him on TV. That's one thing you could do. Mm-hmm. It's true. So. Uh, all right. I'm trying to make sure I get this situated here. Okay. So we're set. Uh, you guys ready to do this or what? If this thing plays for me, we'll be doing real good. Yeah, let's rumble royally, dude. All right, I'm going to count down from five, and when I say play, hit the play button on the Peacock Network, or maybe if you have it uh, in your own personal collection, that's great, too. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, play. I had to do that quickly because every time that Peacock, like, yeah, goes dark, I get nervous that's going to fucking glitch. Bob, hold on. Sunny is in a tub. She's talking to us. Oh, 
<laughs> viewer indiscretion. Oh, I mean, viewer discretion is advised. Wow, my network's blasting right now. I don't even have my volume up at all. Usually you guys can't hear it too bad. How do we feel about Razor in the leather jacket? Shitty or shitty? I don't. It's shitty. Yeah, it's shitty. It's, not, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> not good. And of course, they just used the clip of it right there. And yeah. it's like, yeah. dude, what do you wear? What do you, who do you think you are? Bret Hart? Right. Look at that. Bret Hart flying through the announce table right, in your house. I guess I didn't realize that, like, mankind kind of took that from him. Hmm. Later on. Yeah, that's a good point. That mask is so shit. Anybody who says they like Undertaker in the mask, fuck you. You're lying. So, um, I don't know if you... I, we might have discussed this on a recent episode. I don't remember, so I'm going to just say it anyways. But that WWE's like, most wanted treasures uh, show that they got on A&E now. They, oh, yeah. The Undertaker and Kane episode was like the second one. And Undertaker goes to his storage unit, where apparently he just puts all of his shit. And he finds that mask in there. <laughs> And he's like, what? Dad, he kept everything. Oh, yeah. He had everything in like the storage unit because Undertaker, as everyone knows, he's kept up that mystique for so long until like last year where he like right. never gave shit away, never sold any uh, of his outfits or anything like that. So he uh, he they found the mask. They found like the very like the purple gear that he's actually, I think, wearing for I think what we're watching. He's been wearing like the purple. Yeah. And they're saying, like, that was, like, I think, it, what did they say about it? I don't know. So either that was, like, the last one that he wore before he wasn't as dead or something. I don't know. They were talking about it. It was a really cool episode, though. Needless to say. Here we go. Here's our intro. We've just got through a, a little fun little highlight package. Have you been watching it online? Um, yes, and I will chat you up later about that. I mean, I'm confused. Because I know I, we don't have I, any on YouTube. No, I, I have my sources, Bob. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I know some networks have, like, like, oh, watch it on our website. So they have the first episode on their website for free. I know Austin has mentioned that he logged in with his parents, like, cable, and then they could do it. He could watch it that way. Hey, look at this. Mr. Perfect is ringside with Vince McMahon. Are they ringside? No, they're up by the... Okay, I meant ringside as far as he's with him. <laughs> yeah, okay. they're up by like the stage, like it's a raw from two thousand three. Are you guys yeah. talking about uh, the A and E shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, I can't believe that they allow you to log in with a cable network and just watch it wherever and whenever you want. That seems like awesome. stupid to me. Yeah, I remember I tried doing that for something. And I was like, Dad, what's your cable thing? And he's like, I don't know. I was like, fuck you, man. You just don't want me to <laughs> use your shit. Jeb Jarrett's coming out, and he's got the light-up. I don't think he was trusting me. Only one J. Oh, no, the other one's sort of working. It's not working. I don't good. know why he bothers, because that shit happens with this outfit all the time. And his guitar, I mean, it was definitely the lighting. I thought it was, like, the, the, the you know, the cheap uh, silver guitar, but it's not. It's, like, a regular guitar. Ahmed Johnson's the only guy I've ever seen get hit in the head with a chair, and then like his sell of it was to stand up. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what that replay just showed. <laughs> he 
He got hit with a chair, and he's like, oh, I'm hurt, so I'm going to stand up. I'm excited that this is open in the show. I love, I mean, I'm the Johnson's my guy, so. Starting off a show like this, I'm all for it. They're, uh, the, um, that state, I don't know if it's stage, but whatever. That's the same one from 95, isn't it? Yeah. Well, look at, look at Ahmed running down like it's the Rumble match. He's Ahmed Johnson. He's a fucking Ultimate Warrior. Does this match go longer than five minutes? No way. I'd be pretty surprised, too. Oh, Jared's outfit's awful. It's like wine. It's like not even wine. Neon green, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. And it, it would like weird. If it wasn't that color, I like the rest of it, but whew. Ahmed's trunks are shoved all the way up his ass. Well, uh, if, uh, Ahmed's starting to get... He's got thigh pads on. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> We're starting to get into the era where he's going to be having freaking pads everywhere. Those are not on his knees at all. That's fucking weird. Trying to go for a hip toss, and then um, it counters out of the corner. He's fired up. That's what I do. Oh, Jarrett says he's going to give him a wrestling lesson as he puts him in a headlock, which is a Jeff Jarrett signature move, uh, which he does in everything. Oh. As is, a, as is a sleeper hold. So. Oh, yeah, sleeper hold, laying down on your back. Right. A, a double down. Double down. This is already going too long. I don't know about you guys. What the hell is he doing? Whoa. Ahmed's like a snake here. He just was crawling on the ground. He clothesline that he was on the, on the mat like he's part of the brood. Yeah, I think it would have been much... <laughs> It would have been much more satisfying to see Jarrett get squashed wicked fast by Ahmed here. I was really hoping that's what we were getting. I don't know. Like, what, like, like the Buddy Landell thing where he, got, he gets beaten like seven seconds? Yeah. Teach Jarrett a lesson for leaving. They probably don't want to uh, destroy yeah. Jarrett that quick. Well, well, his Jarrett just came back, which I get. But like in real, realistically, is Jared about to be a major player in '96 for us? What is uh, Ahmed's making me uncomfortable? He's kind of turning into Goldust here. He just arched his back and had his tongue out on the ground, on his knees. I'm hoping Rhodey comes out and costs Ahmed the match. Oh shit! Oh, that would Ahmed, be cool. Oh, Ahmed's got his hands stuck in the ropes. Don't break his hand there. It's got to be only a matter of time before we see Rhodey again, right? I would I'm, imagine. I'm starting to wonder if we're going to see Rhodey again or not, though. We have to. I'm surprised he's not already here with him. Well, that's what I mean. Well, well that, that's the part that makes me wonder if he's even going to be back. Well, it is the Royal Rumble. Maybe he's a surprise entrant. That's a good point. The Stay Rhodey tuned. Rumble. In about the two Rhodey hours, Rumble. we'll find out. I'd be down for a roadie surprise. Could you imagine the promos leading into this if he was like, oh, it's the, it's going to be the roadie rumble. <laughs> right, Vince? <laughs> Jeez. He would get two over. I like when Ahmed got thrown into the steps there. The steps moved about two and a half feet away from the ring post. Oh, there we go. Dale's favorite move jumps on. I don't even know where you got that from. I think... I've never said I even hated it that much, but now you say it so much, I do hate that move. Yeah, but you... Oh, yeah, no, I, you, 
Yeah, but you said you hated it. I don't know if I was the first one who said that, but I do. I mean, I've said not... it in the past that I hate it as well. So. Well, I've made it a Dallasism. Yeah, you definitely have, but. Jerry yeah. is coming off the middle rope with axe handles, and Ahmed's doing his best Tatanka impersonation. Yeah, I'm very yeah. confused. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't get the jogging in place. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. It was like it was gym class, and they make you jog in place for five minutes just to get started. That's what he was doing. Okay, warm up. Do a couple jogs. Right. This is going way too long. He's clotheslined him like seven times. Yeah, and he's really I, making me uncomfortable with all the seductive looks into the camera. Well, he's I about think to get like the Michael Jordan thing. How Michael Jordan would make faces when he would slam dunk. Mm. Yeah, but it wasn't like, oh, hey, daddy. Well, I feel like he's <laughs> gonna get he, he's gonna get heat with gold dust in the back. He's gonna be like, hey, brother, that's my gimmick. Yeah. Michael Jordan would give a look of like, hey, I just destroyed your favorite basketball player. Now you're in shambles. Stick his tongue out and do weird. Oh! <laughs> How did Ahmed Johnson not just kill himself there? Uh, he's handicapped. Ahmed <laughs> just, just dove a... over the top rope and landed oh. on his he landed face. Forehead first. And he yeah. stood right up. And by the way, he landed on the concrete, not the mats. <laughs> yeah. But he stood up like it was nothing. Jared's laid out, and Ahmed's climbing He's to the doing, top. That's row. some Virgil shit. Shooting start. What the fuck? It was oh. for a swanton like leg drop. It was a Houston hangover. Oh, you're right, dude. This is he's getting Virgil's playbook going here. <laughs> Jared going for the figure four. He's got it locked in. I'm I'll never now. forget Virgil whipping out Rey Mysterio moves in the middle of Raw one time. That sounds pretty ridiculous. It was, it was like Sabu shit. Like he was doing like triple jump. And it was like move to move to move it. Like, yeah. stop. I was like, what the fuck is going on? That Virgil, uh, I think it was against Adam Bomb. Like that is probably one of my favorite Raw matches ever. It was insane. Yeah. There was a guy that was doing like, get, like does gifts of matches or whatever. And he was taking requests. And I was like, do Virgil against Adam Bomb. And he made, like, nine gifts of just Virgil doing insane moves. I'm telling you right now. It was like somebody hacked the game and Virgil was getting every move of every superstar. Yeah. I was convinced that he had watched a Sabu tape. And he was like, I got to do this. This is how I keep my job. It blew my mind. Yeah. I was mind blown. Carrot's calling for the figure four again. But no. Kicked out of the ring. Kicking him to the floor. How is this match still going, dude? Oh, Jarrett's got the guitar. He's climbing to the top rope with it. He's going to hit the ref. He's going to hit the ref. That'd be good. Well, the ref's got him. Oh. Oh, he hit oh, Ahmed with it, and God. Ahmed fell down. Wow. Off the top rope, a guitar shot by Jeff. Jeff's like, hey, I won. All right, that ending sucked. Yeah, I mean, um, what, so. Jared got beat up a whole bunch, and then he just hit him with the guitar. I, blatant DQs like that are so lame. Well, yeah. I like it especially on when, a pay per view. When a heel like tries to cheat and they get caught is one thing. That's like how you do it. But literally being like, "Oh, there's the ref. I'm gonna hit him with this guitar." Now. It's just it's lazy. Ahmed's up all of a sudden. He's just throwing. He's smashing <laughs> the guitar more. I would also just like to point out. Oh shit! I, he's going, he's running. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. The crowd is popping huge for that, by the way. I love how 
Okay, you can still see Jarrett. He gets behind the curtain. Ahmed's running, and then Ahmed just casually stops and <laughs> just goes through the curtain like, hey, buddy, good match. Now, now watch this guitar shot, and I definitely I feel like it's a hot topic. There, oh, there was a little. There was a little stuff inside of there, but it, yeah, looks, there was. it, it looks cooler when there's more. That's all I'm saying. Like yeah. the new Jack baby powder? Yeah, or just even like later. Just like when they explode more. It's just way cooler. Yeah. Um, we're getting a backstage diesel promo here. I got to tell you, it's almost as if, and I'm just winging it. They said, Hey, Jared, you're going to lose to Ahmed tonight and put him over. And Jared said, no, I'm not. And then that's the finish they came up with. Well, that was probably what they did to, to quote, like protect them both. Cause they yeah. didn't want Ahmed to lose. Cause they're trying to build him. But Jared just came back. So we can't do too much with that. This feels like Jared pulling some strings. I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. Him being like, hey, if you want me to leave again, I'll do the job. But, like, come on. Yeah, do you know that company over, you know, with the big boys? Yeah. Where they play? Um, like, I'll tell you right now, I'm growing my hair out, so I look really cool on my Nitro debut. What is he standing in front? What is that, what is that red thing? There are lockers behind him, but I don't know what it is to the left. Yeah. Yeah, you see this? It's a Hoyer that gets handicapped kids into the pools. Uh, that's what I'm standing in front of, I guess, because there was nothing else cooler to put behind me. And uh, am I still the champion? Nope, so nobody cares what I'm saying. No one can match up to the Big D. That's one of my nicknames, but I don't usually say it out loud. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't usually say it out loud. Okay, we just got a really weird cut to the there. Yeah, I'm assuming this might be like a Coliseum video thing, and they just cut out like various shit they had. I bet you they did. Here's the Body Donnas. Body Donnas. Yeah, this is the first time we've seen him tag up. Now, who is Zip? Zip is Tom Pritchard. What? Oh, shit. Okay. I see. Okay. Now that you say it, I. Are you fucking kidding me? Now that you say it, I get it, but holy shit, man. Yeah, Tom Pritchard, they had him uh, shave his head. Because you'll remember, Jimmy Del Rey is not around. What? He was like, he. I think left the company. Dude, I didn't know manager. that. Yeah, Zip is Tom Pritchard. Oh my god. If you, if you didn't say it, that would have took me a real long time to figure out. Yeah. He looks completely different. I'm not sure of what they're wearing on top. Like, what are, what are their tops? Those are like a shirt that Prince would wear if he did a piano show. Oh, Dude. yeah. Fucking Tom Pritchard is in this tag team right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to like shit. see their stuff again because Pritchard and Candido that should be a really good tag team. What a bizarre choice. This is funny. They are challenging the Smoking Guns for the WWF Tag Team Champions. Oh, there's no guns, way they're seemingly no one really cares about at least for management. Yeah. Again, this is one of my biggest gripes at this time. The fucking tag team booking is the shits. Yeah. Current, or Mr. Perfect goes, whoever said Texas was a great state. Wow, what a heel. I know, he's such a bad guy. Him and Vince. I can't wait to literally hear him say three words this whole show. And Vince is going to be like, oh my god, what a maneuver over the top rope. He's got him, he's got him, no kick out it too. I don't like the red that's in the crowd. 
Because it looks like it makes it look like there's a bunch of empty seats. Oh, I see what you mean. Like like they're a wall or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like a barrier. It just looks weird. I don't know. I can't say that I'm very excited for this match, which sucks because I do like the smoking guns. Did I but... did I tell you guys my sunny <clears throat> gold dust idea? I can't remember. Oh yeah, I don't think. Yeah, oh you with, did with, with the wig. Yeah, with, and like she like Sean? she's like, well, it was the the new one I had was like gold dust. Like Sunny becomes like a sexual predator towards Goldust, trying to turn him straight. <laughs> so he's okay. just like, Sonny, leave me alone. I'm gay. Sonny's <laughs> like, no, you're mine. And he's like, no, I love Razor. <laughs> and she'd be like, no. <laughs> so you just see like this stupid shit like that. I just he gets like, like attacked on Raw or something, and like she throws him into her, her car with, like a hotel key, and she's like, tonight's the night you're turning. I just saw a recent oh. mugshot of Sunny, and she is not looking good. She looks like Goldust here in 96. No, Goldust looks better. A mugshot of her? Yeah. It was like a court appearance via yeah. fucking Skype. It's like the court picture. <laughs> yeah. How recent? It was, I'll try to, I'll try to look. I just saw quick. it the other day. That's what I, what I saw. What talking about, yeah. And I was like, whoa, okay. She looks like a woman that you would picture to be in jail. Yeah. Well, sure. when you're in jail, I guess that fits. No, but she's done a lot of jail time in the last ten years, guys. Let's not forget. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Bart just slingshot oh. body Donna's from the Double bump to the floor. floor. I was just gonna pull here now. Oh, okay. Not as okay. good as Ahmed's. Well, okay. No. Oh my god, dude! She looks scary. Is that not who you picture in jail? No, yeah, no, you're right. Kind of looks like Kelsey McBaron. I don't know about that. <laughs> she she kind of looks like uh, Charlize Theron when she was uh, the mon- in Monster. Oh my god! The crazy <laughs> hooker that killed a bunch of guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess. Is it too far from who Sonny is? I don't know. Well, Sonny uh, hasn't killed anybody. That we know of, Chris Gaines. <laughs> <Gino. laughs> oh, Jesus. Or Black Lot, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this has not been good so far. I'll tell you that right now. Well, it just started. Stalling. There's a lot of stalling. This is a house show match if I've ever seen one. Well, yeah, I mean, it's tough because uh, you can just tell the fans are just, they're sitting on their hands. Well, and the guns normally are going 100 miles an hour. They're at half speed right here. Hold on. Sunny was just teasing that she was going to show us the cheeks. Let's see them. Uh, I think she was distracting Billy. Right. And you guys will remember, Billy is an ass man. Oh. That's true. Hey, uh, why hasn't Bart Gunn appeared on AEW as part of the gun club? Oh, that's such a good idea. Wow, that is a good idea. Because, like, he's still jacked. That's what they should have done. They should have done the gun club against QT Marshall's guys 
in the blood and guts, and then the gun club be like, or like QT would be like, we got five, you only have four. And then Billy would be like, don't you fucking worry about it. I got a surprise. And, and then uh, Dynamite, they'd be like, you can't have Billy without Bart. And then Bart comes out, and he's all like, boom, boom, boom. Well, they couldn't call him Bart. No, they'd call him Mike Bart, and just like me. That's fine. Yeah, I'd be like, who the fuck no, is that? No, they could be like, uh, you, you can't have... Because he goes by Billy Gunn, right? He does now, officially, yeah. It, okay. it was so, it was up in the air. At first, they were doing the Billy and Austin Gunn thing, like they were doing with Cody oh, okay, and Andy yeah, yeah, Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. But now he's officially Billy Gunn again. Are they, le- what, WWE let him use the name, or did he buy the rights to it? I think he's had it, but, like, oh. I think they were trying to say, like, no, you can't do that. Oh, so it's funny when they they do like the Billy and Austin gun because it's yeah. like he gets yeah. the idea across. It's anyway. Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, let's get the upskirt. Oh, if I was Conrad right now, I'd be taking a picture like he did on Lana at uh, Battleground. What? You don't know about that? I don't think I do. Oh, oh shit! Oh. All right, well that's leaving a little to the imagination. So back to my my my, my bar. Yeah, let's go there first. Billy Gunn could be like, "Listen here, QC Marshall, you'd be nothing without me, and then I'd be nothing without my brother Bart Ton Gun." They could probably call him just Bart. It could be Bart and Billy Gunn. <laughs> what kind of name is Bart? Well, exactly. I mean. Well, nice. it's, it's technically his last name is Barron. <laughs> his yeah. name's not Barron. <laughs> well, the guy's wrestling name here. Well, right now Bart it is Bart, yeah. Yeah, but Bart, is Bart as a cowboy sounds good. My name's Bart. Bart. Yeah, you're a cowboy, Bart. And here's your WF World Champion, Bart. Oh. oh skip over the Bart. top onto Billy. By the way, Sonny What's just faked this out a minute ago. I, yeah, I was just thinking that, but I'll tell you what, this is the most offense that I think we've seen solidly for um, Chris Candido here. That's a pretty good yeah. point. To think that, what, four months ago he was losing to Barry Horowitz. Well, exactly. I, I don't like the combination of Tom Pritchard and, and Chris Candido. I'm going to be honest here. I think... Uh, the styles are just not. It just feels like different eras, and I don't like that. Well, not that Tom Pritchard's like an old man, but it no, just. No, but I like think he smash. works. I think he works that mid to late eighties style. Yes, and Candido, I feel like doesn't. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't really like it. I don't like that it's Tom Pritchard with like a haircut and bleached. I really don't like that. I'll tell you what, though. It worked because I didn't know who it was. <laughs> I wouldn't have known. They haven't shown a close-up. You can't tell. Zip just powerbomb Skip onto Billy for a two-count. Um, I was going to uh, make a also... This is probably too late to comment on this, but Austin mentioned the gun club. I also didn't know Billy Gunn had, like, multiple children. So, like... There's like Austin and then Colton or something, and it just keeps throwing me off. I feel like there's just going to keep popping up gun children. Are they both uh, wrestlers? Oh, yeah. There's three yeah. of them. It's like a trios team now. There's there's three kids? Well, three, counting Billy, I mean. So oh. Billy, Austin, and Col- uh, is it Colton? 
I don't know, there are too many uh, gun kids to keep track of. From what I've heard slash seen of Austin Gunn, I like him. No, he's not bad. I thought he was with Ring of Honor. Oh, I didn't even know he did anything besides what he's done in AEW. I think he was in the top prospects thing. I could have sworn they gave him a contract. I could have sworn they gave him a contract, and then he was like, "Uh, listen, can I get out of this so I can go to AEW with my dad? And they're like, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh yeah, yeah you're I've at the heard desk. of him before. I, I've he's been around. Yeah, he um he signed a contract in June 2019. Ooh. with the Ring of Honor. All right, come on, so, uh, skip. Get on he's, the ropes, right? Yeah, he's now he's, he's trying, trying to work too quick. Uh, yeah. So what? June 2019. That would have been what three months before, like the well, start of it. But- but he he lost uh, to Dak Draper in the finals of the top prospect tournament on September twenty eighth, twenty nineteen. So I bet you that was his when he kind of ended up leaving. Because then in January of twenty twenty is when they announced he signed. Okay. Dak Draper. Mm. Billy Beautiful. refusing to stay down. Come on, zip. Oh, oh! Look at that! Oh, oh! I don't feel like there's enough heel heat on the body Donnas. No, there is. There is no heat to make this a compelling tag team match. To me, it just feels like this is a glorified enhancement team. This should have been Sid and Kid against the Guns. Yes, some. Give me some body Donnas. Now, Bob, you watched like Superstars and stuff. Are the Body Donnas heavily featured on there? Uh, so I haven't, I haven't started watching '96 yet. Oh, okay. But uh, well, I know, well, like uh, Skip was in at the tail end of '95. Well, do you know how long Zip has been teaming with Skip up until this point? Very briefly. Okay. You can tell. I mean, there, there's really no chemistry there. It just seems like, yeah, like as we keep saying, it just seems really random. Yeah. Like, why are they the ones who are getting a tag team title match? Because this is the only match on the card that, like, has nothing behind it. And that right. sucks. Right. If it was Sid and Kid, this would make sense, even without a story, because they've been a tag team and they've been doing stuff. The sidewinder on Zip. Skip's coming up to the top rope. Sonny just the referee, and then Skip just decked uh, Bart. Billy's I like the sidewinder. I think that's a good finish. I do too. Oh, it's you count. I do. I like the sidewinder. I still like the fucking back body drop into a pile driver finish. Though. That was great. That was nuts. Backdrop on bar. Double backdrop on bar. See, they're not selling the sidewinder enough, though. That's the finish, and they're like, yeah, he's like already okay. Happen, yeah. Oh, going for a double suplex on Bart, but Billy speared Skip, and then Bart rolled up Zip. Oh, my gosh. No, you have that reversed. Oh, shoot, I do. Sorry. Bart had Skip in the (laughs) roll-up. The blonde. They're literally dressed exactly the same. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, Come on. I'll be honest with you guys. I thought they were going to lose the titles, but I was going to keep my mouth shut till it happened. No, I would have been thought. I thought so, too, when he came off the top rope. I was like, okay. I really did. 
I thought they were. I can't believe they had to win with a roll up. Are you shitting me? They should just finish it with a sidewinder. Who cares? Come on. Yeah, but they get the win anyway. You fucking finish yeah. it with a finish. Yeah. What a novel idea. Jesus Christ. You hit the sidewinder, and then what? 45 seconds later, you win with the inside gradle? Right. Oh, no, guys. Why not? Uh, I just heard Vince mention the this. We're seeing billionaire Ted shit on the pay per view right now. I'll tell you what. For finishes uh, on this pay per view, we're batting at about a zero. I don't think there's been a good finish yet. Well, I mean, I get the Jarrett one because I get the I get it, but but they did a lame. They could have done it better. Oh my god! Come on, give me a break. I get that one, but that I don't like that inside grid. I'm a guy where it's like, you know what? Just use your finish. It's rustling. I would rather lose to a finish than an inside cradle. Yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? I'd be like, hey, Austin, hit me with your stunner. Don't fucking beat me with your feet on the ropes. I don't want that. Just hit me with your finish. It makes me look stronger that you had to use your finish to beat Right, me. to win. Game wow, dude, this is like the whole fucking gimmick here. Are they yeah, sure? doing, I think this doing is just a thing. repeat, right? Yeah. I wonder if this was just maybe for the home video release. There's no way they actually showed it on the pay-per-view. This yeah, one. Vince mentioned it on commentary. Oh, my God. If he didn't mention it, I would have said the same thing, but he, he literally just said we're going to essentially watch this. Hmm. So uh, essentially that was the entire skit, but not broken up. Like So we saw it broken yes. up in pieces. Yeah. yeah. Hulkster, what if we call you the boy toy? Ooh, Golda, lately. He's been showing interest in Razor Ramon. See, now he's doing the same thing. thing. He was doing the same thing that Ahmed Johnson was doing in his first match. They're rubbing himself and uh, licking people. They should have Goldust mention or, like, make, like, hints that he's already slept with a former WCW star. Like, Hogan has already... Felt the wrath of gold dust and like all this shit and make it seem like all the old oh. stars that are in WC. Hey, hey, Hulkster. Have this slept some, with gold dust. Mr. Perfect <laughs> is giving it. Was it like a a wig or was it like, oh my God, look at that. It gave, it's like a movie poster. Shit, yeah. It's like shirtless gold dust painted in gold. It says, remember gold dust. This must be all on superstars because he was just given gifts yeah, by Mr. Perfect even. Flowers. Yeah. yeah. This is a this is from the Raw Bowl. Um, no, what if Goldust came out one night and he had like a an envelope, right? And he takes it out and he goes, Vince, guess what this is? And Vince is like, Oh, what is that? It's a marriage certificate. Mm-hmm. And then Vince is like, What? You're married to who? And he'd be like, you look at the tattoo. He'd be like, the date was, you know, whatever, 1980-something. And he'd be like, Vince, you know that that guy on the other program? And he'd be like, yeah, yeah, the Hulkster there, right? Yeah. He'd be like, Hulk, you thought you were married to somebody named Linda? Well... I have something to tell you, Hulkster. It was a blonde. 
<laughs> it's me. I'm it Linda. <laughs> it was me all along, Hogan. Brooke and Nick, those are just kids I bought online. They were just oh. referencing of uh, Razor showing up un- un- unannounced to Raw as if he doesn't work for the WWF right. and wouldn't be backstage yeah. at Raw. Right. Maybe that'll be a storyline I do in my rebooking. Uh, it's me. I'm Linda Hogan. <laughs> I'm Linda Balea. Or it's like he comes out and he's like, the only one to get the macho man to say, oh, yeah, these days is me. God. Dude, if there was a Goldust Randy Savage feud, <laughs> Savage, that would have been amazing. He'd be pissed the whole oh time. My God. Don't oh. be disillusioned, Randy. It's me, Elizabeth. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. No, you know what? That had to have ha- that should have happened in like 1999. Oh my god. Goldust tried to be one of like the three women thing, like with Medusa oh and the Gorgeous George. Yeah, and Mo. Gorgeous Goldust. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been oh, good. Fuck, dude. <laughs> but like Savage is the only one that doesn't realize that it's fucking Goldust. So everybody's they like, play it Vodra. straight. They play it oh. completely straight. Guys, look at this. Oh, it's Marlena. Yes. Is this her debut? It, wow. Well, we'd have to look it up for sure because we well, who knows about superstars, but this must be, right? This is early. Well, I Mr. Like, see, I like the bellhop guy though. Oh, he's there. He's behind him. Look, carrying the chair. Okay. Well, Mr. Perfect goes, uh, why is there a woman with gold dust? See, that's what I, that's where I was kind of going with it. I don't know if I like that part of it. Well, cause, but we got to remember, Goldust isn't, they don't say he's gay. He's androgynous. Yeah. Not gay, androgynous. Yeah, you don't, you don't know. Still. Um, Bob, did you uh, look that so up by chance? This is, this is Marlena's surprise debut. Wow. I think Terry Reynolds is fucking hot at this time. So here's the thing, okay? I feel like when you do this, you're starting to pull it back. Yeah. Well, well, why do you think that? Well, because the presentation has been that Goldust likes men. To me, I... I think when you introduce a female character like this, you're already trying to plant that seed like, okay, he's with Marlena. To me, it feels like they're trying to already diffuse the heat a little bit, yeah. and I don't like that. They're like, okay, people are really not liking Goldust too much. Let's put a woman with them, mm-hmm. so maybe they'll hate the woman more than Goldust. I think that's an interesting point. I, Bob, I see what you're getting at, too, but I think that, that that just is the lack of, as we get the side boob shot under the top rope, yeah. uh, the, I think that's the lack of um, communicating who she is. Yeah, because if they were, if they eventually are like, oh, he, she is actually like his, well, for lack of better term here, like manager, because he's like a movie star. This whole thing, like well, that she should kind be of, like the director. Yeah, like that kind of idea, you know. So someone yeah. like that, so she's in his camp, then, then that would help. See, but, I would play it a different way. 
I would make Marlena the desperate starlet who's looking for an inn in Hollywood. And she's willing to do whatever it takes because Goldust can be her inn into Hollywood. So that's why she's being yeah. such a bastard. She'll do whatever she has to do, even if it means costing people matches and being a bitch. If it means I can get a shot at Hollywood. Yeah. Um, side note, Goldust has a new tire and it doesn't look like shit anymore. Yes, it's not the shitty like it's vinyl now. Fabric it's like spandex. The... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm I'm very excited when I just noticed that. And here comes Razor Ramon. He's not wearing a leather jacket. Thank fucking God. Um, but that's what I would do with Marlena. That's what that's I like the that. backstory that I'd give her. So yeah, I think that I'm not opposed to adding to a gold dust thing. Because you got the Usher guy who carries the chair and shit. I like that. And then that you have... gear is so much better. It's just more professional looking. Yeah. Well, it's it's not like like if he shit his pants, it wouldn't leak out of it now. Right. Right. There wouldn't be it. that wet spot on his ass. Whereas like the old one, like nothing. It was, was like fabric. It. it looked like shit. Yeah. I don't like that Razor's getting a full entrance here. These guys are supposed to not be able to be torn apart from one another. It should be tooth and nail. Well, Goldust bailed from the from the ring. Why do they keep switching the title? It's white strap, it's black strap, it's white again. Yeah. It's black again, it's white. Yeah. Um. So I, just for random talking, I met Terry Reynolds at a... Uh, local like comic uh actually it was a video game convention and she was very nice she's very cool wasn't she hooking up with new jack for a while there what (laughs) no way yeah i'm pretty sure yeah i'm i'm pretty sure and then it didn't end well new jack was like i'm gonna fucking release your nudes Oh. oh yeah do that so she had to like sue him or something like that Marlena is an attractive woman. There's no right. doubt about that. I'm ready to see this. Let show me something here. Make me like gold dust finally. Um yeah, so Bob in in 2011 a, Flor- a Florida judge ordered New Jack to stop selling nude and bloody photographs of Reynolds. Oh <laughs> god. Okay. Yeah, we'll do it. Um, um, how much uh, rubbing up do you think Goldust is going to do to Razor here? Or do you think Razor backstage is like, bit. don't even fucking touch me, bro? No, there better be quite a bit because that's the whole storyline. It is, yeah. Uh, I think we're going to get, I think we're going to get a decent amount still. They're putting too much focus on Marlena here and I don't like it. It's taken away from Goldust too much. Yeah, they are folk. They are, they keep on cutting to her. It's the eye candy ringside. That's how it goes. Okay, so Goldust you know, is really he's also, giving himself a good rub here. Another, <laughs> another good thing about his new gears, you can't really see his pecker sticking out. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you can, can still see it. You can but see it pretty it's well, like, but it's not like I can't see if he, you know, I can't see the details. You can't right. tell if he's cut or not. Oh, I was going to say right. that, but I held back. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Let's see oh. it. Oh, oh Goldust stop and he rubbed himself again. Good. See, what I would have been doing here is I would have had Goldust come out with a dildo <laughs> down his pants. That <laughs> way it'd be like, well, 
He sure is excited to be in the ring with Razor. Oh, look at that. He's turning around and rubbing his ass at Razor now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, this is the most comfortable and confident we've seen Goldust yet right here. He's fully... Th- this doesn't seem like Dustin Rhodes. Right. And that's the first time I felt like that since we've seen him debut. And I'm going to tell you that. Be, so what, he oh. came in in October. So we're looking at, what, almost four months? That seems appropriate to really kind of get going. I think that's pretty good, really, if you think about it. Yeah. This feels like something different, and I like that a lot. I love that he's a coward, too. He doesn't want to lock up. He doesn't even want to really fight. I like how, like, Well, because he loves he Razor. He doesn't want to fight him. He loves him. Well, and he knows he's probably not that much of a physical match for Razor Ramon. Oh, yeah. I like that. Oh, wait, he's got to go talk to uh, Marlena. Oh, he's just looking at her. Never mind. <laughs> now, are they uh, together in real life yet at this point? Yes, they've been married, yeah. Oh, they've been married? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think they got married in like 90. Oh, here you go. Here you go. 92. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm rubbing up on Razor there from behind. Getting a little peck feel. I'm pretty sure uh, Dusty was not in favor of this because she was involved with Pillman uh, prior. And he kind of felt like she was just in the business to be with guys in the business. Yeah. Um, if I was Razor here, Knowing the type of legs that this feud and storyline has, I'd have been all over this feud. I think he missed the boat. I think his ego got the better of him here. Uh, I yeah, think he left maybe some money on the table by not wanting to work with Gold Dust anymore. Yeah, but I mean, it's like a different era. Still, man, come on. I mean, I, I I get his mindset of like, I don't want my kids to see this type of stuff because it was his kids ain't fucking watching this shit anyway. I mean, that's true. I mean, what in what in our TNA thing in two thousand two, he had like an elementary shirt on. So were his kids like one at this point? I don't know. Well, that's a good point. Oh, um, they were fairly young, but regardless, like, I don't you. Also, you have to realize it's rustling. It's I was okay. just so gonna that's, say it's that's what I'm trying to get out. It's yeah. The, and I was just watching. Um, maybe it was during the Randy Savage documentary that Austin we briefly discussed earlier of on A and E, where I think they mentioned something of like, oh, because it was talking about people like touching Elizabeth, like putting their hands on her, and they're like, oh, we would, yeah, they wouldn't do that. Yeah, he today. just spanked him. He's gonna like that. Oh, and he is. Oh, Look, he it. did like that. He oh. rubbed himself. Kerhenic yelling, he likes it. He's but yeah, so lip. I think that people people put wrestling too much like, oh, this no, is like real see, shit and not entertaining. You see the crowd there? What did they just do? I mean, I saw him so go over So Goldust goes to the floor, and there's like five guys in the front row just calling him the the F word. Oh, oh no, I didn't hear that. Like, yeah, yelling it at him. Look at him hiding behind Marlena. Um, I don't know. To me, it's like if I'm Razor, and this is fucking... Dustin Rhodes backstage. He's Dustin Rhodes. It's yes. like, what is the problem? Like, you know, the dude's not gay in real life and trying to molest Literally. you in real life. So what is the fucking, pro- who cares how people perceive it? Because it's all a fucking act anyway. 
I don't yeah, know. Like Razor, you're not Cuban. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so what are we and doing I, here? I feel like if you look at wrestling, like almost it's like a like a live movie. Like you're watching it play out. Yeah. And not like this is these are real people and like, oh, he's I don't want my kids to see this guy who's painted in gold to fucking right. touch me. Well, and not only that, it's like, okay, fine. You know, you don't want your character maybe to go along with it and be okay with it. You don't want your character perceived in that light. Fine, I get it. Mm-hmm. But he's literally opposing Goldust and, like, wants nothing to do with it. So what is what is it portraying your character that you don't like? He's actively committing hate crimes. I just yeah, I don't Gold, get uh, it. Goldust is hiding again behind Marlena here. They don't know, the, we don't know her name yet. So there is that's, quite that's a few people and kids who really think that at this time that wrestling's real. Like, this is real shit going on here. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it'd be one thing if they were like, hey, Razor, we want you to eventually team with Goldust and be like his gay lover. That's when you could be like, hey, listen, I don't want my character to go in that direction. That's right. not what's happening here. Razor is visibly opposed to the situation. And what more can you ask for as a character? If you don't want your character to go that way, he's not going that way. Yeah. Uh, Goldust's face paint has rubbing off really easily tonight. Quite a bit. It, it yeah. looked very wet earlier on. Like, I don't know if he switched it up tonight or if he was just put it on too early and it sweat off a little to start or what. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. I was like, not a whole lot has happened and he's pretty much uncovered. It was like wet pretty early on. Uh, the crowd I've noticed is very receptible to Goldust getting beat up. Like, for example, Razor just clotheslined him over the top rope with, for any other match or reason, nobody does shit. All the crowd on the hard camera stood up and, like, was excited that he got clotheslined over the top rope. Okay, he's hiding behind her again. Look at Razor, picks her up, sets her down. Holy fuck. I thought he was about to throw her. So he ragdolled her. He picked her up all the way up in the air, and Goldust threw Razor into the stairs and now up against the apron. I will say I'm not going to like if Goldust is going to rely on like hiding behind her. This heavily, yeah. Well, he's done it three times. I know. It's like too much. Too much Marlena. First time seeing her, too much. But if that's like a, like a continuation, because tomorrow night he's fighting Brett. Right. Oh, so yeah. if he's going to hide behind, like, let's say, you know, Brett's going after him. He's like, oh, no, no Marlena's in my way. Like, I'm not going to like that. Well, that's going to be, like, too much. Like, don't do it yeah. that much. It's just, like, to be honest, like, I like the rubbing thing, but he was doing it quite a bit in the beginning of the match. It's like, okay, like, a couple times I get it, but, like, why every, like, two punches do you have to rub yourself again? Like, I feel like it was a little just, much. He's that excited. Well, it's, I know. I'm true, man. Well, that's true, but touch something besides just, like, your chest, then. He's trying. Oh, so you want him just to straight-up jerk it. That's what he you're might, trying to say. He might as fucking well, man. Whipping Razor in the corners. I'm surprised Goldust is being portrayed as this competitive to Razor. I think they um, have big plans for him, personally. It seems well, that way. Well, that and I feel like they haven't necessarily put him in a bad light to this point. I mean, they've he's had pretty good squash matches and stuff. Yeah. I guess oh, just from a character standpoint, nice. I'm surprised that. Yeah. A slingshot back suplex by Goldust. That was pretty nice. I'm, 
Before we get too much further, I'm making a. Pre- I'm going to make the prediction: if Goldust does not win tonight, that they will be face- facing one at the next in your house, and then he's going to beat Razor to extend the feud a little longer. Mm. But he's winning the title either here or next month. I'm telling you right now. Oh. To me, oh, what'd she just do there? She blew gold dust in his eyes, or is yeah, it was like glitter. So Marlena seems like be like the type of girl that's good looking from a distance, and then when you get real up close, it's like, what happened? So every superstar diva ever. Well. I don't know about everyone. I'm pretty close, man. Lillian Garcia, come on. Well, Trish is hot. Yeah. Tori. Mm-hmm. Tori's hot. Mm-hmm. Don't tell Dallas that. He'll get some ideas, dude. China. What the fuck? Yeah, China. Like 1998 China. Nah, I, I preferred like 09 China. <laughs> yeah, okay. What's China doing in the impact zone? <laughs> hey, I popped big for that. I was really confused. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Well, that's me. So, uh, well, speaking of, you're commenting on Marlena's looks. When I met her, she made sure that my flash was turned on on my camera so that it didn't look like she was as old. Oh. Which, by the way, she looked fine. She... <laughs> She because Kay- make Kaylee, sure your flash is on so I don't yes. look so old. To hide the wrinkles, she said. Oh my god! Yeah, I uh, I liked when me and Dallas met Honky Tonk Man in like some fucking mm-hmm. little store in the mall, <laughs> and there was what maybe twenty people there. Yeah, but we were in line for longer for that meet and greet than anywhere else because Honky Tonk Man wouldn't shut the fuck up. He's putting himself over to every single person he met and was telling a lengthy story, mind you, in his own light. So it's like pro Honky Tonk Man big time um, to every single person. And it just seems so sad because it's like at one time this dude was a big deal. And now he's, I think, one of the furthest from. Well, and then me and Austin go up, and we're like, "Hey, can we we can get in the picture together?" Because we were trying to be cheap and just pay for one picture. Yeah, both of us. Pay- right, we're not separately paying for fucking honky well, dog, man. Well, and if if I'm gonna get in a picture with someone, like if it's one of you guys, I don't care. Yeah, come on in. We'll get a group pic with this guy. Yeah, and like we'll just split it. <laughs> Who cares? Right. right. And I don't think he like he said yes, but I don't think he liked that at all because he, he was getting half the money. Yeah, he didn't like it. You could tell. Well, because I feel like other people caught on and did the same thing right after we did. (laughs) Oh, Goldless going for a cover. Razor kicks out. Well, to be fair, group pictures at events is a very common thing. Usually it says up up to two people in a picture. So it shouldn't have been that uh, out of left field. And honestly, Austin, I don't know why we didn't start doing that shit sooner. But (laughs) I know. Nothing beats the Bullet Club picture at 2CW, though. Oh, that is the best picture. We had full gear on for that fucking shit. <laughs> it was me, Austin, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and AJ Styles. Does it, does it get any fucking better? That's my favorite picture, I think. Like, yeah, it's so good... cool. What show was that? At? What show was that? One of the last ones. It... Two sets? Yeah. 
Oh, Razor almost got a three there. Um, yeah, I think it was at I think it was at two sets because that's where Styles was the last show, and I I meant to bring a I have like a unsigned Styles eight by ten. I wish I brought that he could have signed, but I forgot. Oh, Razor crutches Goldust on the top rope. Marlena's climbing up to check on him. That was also the show where the guy showed up with like the TNA Wrestle of, of the Year award from like 2003. Yes. Yes. And Edge was oh, like, "How? What? Where'd you get that from?" I do remember that. Oh, the ref is stopping Marlena. Oh, she hurt her ankle. She twisted her ankle trying to check on Goldust. She's in the ring though. This isn't good. Rays are calling for the Edge. Who's this? One, one oh, three kid just God. came in through the crowd. Wait, he doesn't have bangs anymore. We're gonna have another Top screwed rope. finish here. Come on. Oh. Top rope spinning heel kick to the back of Razor's head. Marlene is like, oh, okay, no. Whoa! Goldust Gold is your new champ. One, two, three kid screws Razor over. So what? One, two, three kid must be with Goldust then. Well, no, he just no, hates Razor. No, I think he just, he just hates Razor. He must have been corrupted by Goldust's charm. All right, so this makes a lot of sense to me, though, of like... Oh, I, I get it now. Goldust is a pedophile. Oh, oh, well, that's what I figured, like the priest thing. The, but it's like, Gold- yeah, they just licked each other's tongues and people are giving him the finger and pushing him and shit. He's have got- you never have you never licked a girl's tongue? I'm I'm just pointing out what's happening on the screen, Bob. Oh, um, OK, but this makes a lot of sense. You get Goldust good attire and bring in this new valet. At the night he wins the title. So everything and, started to kind of make Razor sense. Razor just happens to be wearing the white stripe fucking IC title. Yeah, so things are making sense here. Well, I don't know how I feel about 1-2-3 Kid and Razor feud continuing. I'm pretty much over that. Well, you can tell they he... have no direction for Razor whatsoever. Razor's beaten him like 27 times. How... Well, how many more times can we do this? Well, more more so though. What do you guys feel about Goldust winning the title here? I'm fine with it. Give me yeah, give me something new. Yeah, I, I'm it's good with early. it too. It's definitely early, but I think the way that they've presented him and protected him, it's fine. I do yeah. wish. I think that even if he won clean here, or at least cleaner than someone interfering, I feel like it still would have been good. I kind of wish he would have won clean personally, but I get it. It's Razor Ramon. You can't really do that. Well, that's the thing. Oh, look at it. It's Shawn Michaels' doctor. Vaccines, Vaccines today. today. MMR. MMR. Happy. Happy. Oh, God. And look at it. And now just think. This could also say COVID-19. COVID Hi, I'm a real doctor. <laughs> oh, the Royal Rumble match is next. Oh, I guess that makes sense. There's only five matches. I'm the Rocket Owen Hart, and Whoa. I'm going to do something in the Rumble because that's what we're here to do, is do something. Well, yeah, if you're following along. What? Oh, hold up a second. Uh, fuck, look at this old fucker. I'm Jake the Snake Roberts. I'm already losing my goddamn hair. and it I'm, don't Jake, have- I'm Jake Roberts, and in three years, I'm going to be eating a chocolate candy bar and doing cocaine in a... Uh, in a hotel room, and I'm gonna look down at the chocolate, and I'm gonna just get my finger, and I'm gonna eat it, and then, and then I'm gonna like not talk to my daughter and like swear oh, to God. Oh, that's like, gonna 
make that joke. <laughs> be like, I swear to God, so then we're gonna to reconnect, and then like, daughter. and then at the end, they're gonna be like, Jake never showed up and met his daughter again, and then she's gonna resent me, and like, fuck it. Holy shit, we're seeing Vader. Fuck yeah, and he's with Cornette. Well, why is he with Cornette? He's with Cornette. Oh god, he's a Southern wrestler. He's got to be with Cornette. He's what do you mean? Just, he doesn't need Cornette. Oh, Vader's a good talker, right? Yeah, he is. Fuck off. He is a good talker. It's me, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Have you seen enough of me yet? Well, guess what? It's a new year, and you're going to see even more of the heartbreak kid. Eat your heart out, Marines, because Shawn's coming to the Royal Rumble. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We need to stop real quick there. Austin's Jake the Snake impression was fucking awesome. (laughs) The voice was spot on. And also, I wanted to do a time check since we haven't yet, and we're about to be at the Rumble. We're at 56 minutes and 50 um, seconds. That's been a quick hour. Just put Mr. Perfect in. Why are you having him on commentary? Maybe he is. Maybe they'll they'll be like, what's this? Mr. Mr. Perfect's music. And he'll be like, all right, Vince, I'll see you later. Yeah, they need to do that. They need to do that. Sounds like it's the perfect entrance. Why are they sitting so fucking far away? I've never understood that. It also looks like they have a green screen. Yeah, it does. I don't think they do, though. I think it's just... No, like, they're there. <laughs> they're obviously there now. <laughs> well, who knows? Coliseum video, like baby. I know. You never know. I don't know who sounds like. I'd be a better off as oh, terrorizing. Okay. Here's some footage from the free for all. Oh, uh, Mr. Perfect says, oh, see a fan threw something. He just picked it up off the mat. <laughs> it's a brass knucks. You're telling me right now, Hunter Hearst Helmsley needed brass knucks to beat Duke Drozzi. <laughs> Well, the referee should be fired because he must have not patted him down well enough if there was in his boots. Well, that's the thing, though. That's Austin. funny. Austin, that's the thing, though. If it if it was someone like Henry L. Godwin or something that he's been, like, feuding with, yeah, that would be fun. fine. But yeah. fucking Duke Drozzi, whose, like, theme song is playing. Oh, wait a second. Oh, it's number two. I it's fucking Henry Godwin. <laughs> uh, his theme song is playing on, on, like, the left side of my headphones, which is really odd to me right now. Here comes fucking Kenny Powers from me spawning down. Yeah. We don't need to see the slop. I don't want to throw up. All right, so they said every 60 seconds, right, is when someone else comes in? Is that what they said? Well, that's what it said on the poster. Oh, then I'm going to take your word for it. I don't know if that's right. I feel like it's every two minutes. If it, it's gonna, This is going to be an hour. Oh. I don't think anything's ever two minutes. Or like 90 seconds. I think it's 90 seconds, if anything. But if the poster said 60, it's got to be 60. Let's yeah, get but this ready isn't going to gonna be... This isn't... A, I know for a fact this is not the same length as the 95 one. 95 was 60 seconds. And it was like 35 minutes long. I think the storyline for these two should have been like Hunter Hearst Helmsley went out to his stables one day. And like he was hearing these really weird noises. And he turns the corner... And Henry O'Godwin's like eating all the horse feed, so the horses can't have any. 
And he's like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm eating. It's like, nah, dude, that's for my horses. He's like, nah, I'm eating it. That's and then they the fight. I think the storyline should have been that uh, Henry Godwin went to like uh, Helmsley's little ranch or something. And he heard some squealing. And he turned the corner and he saw that Henry Godwin was fucking one of the pigs. And then Henry Godwin's known as a pig fucker. Wow. Um, so, Bob, you might be you might be more correct here. According to at least Wikipedia, it says a new entrant came out approximately every two minutes. Yeah, so approximately probably means 90 seconds. Because I yeah. feel like, like it might be told, like, hey, every two minutes. But it's, I remember one year it was. They don't one, count that they, shit. They don't. Because I remember one year. Well, here, uh, some guy came out, and I swear God, this. 40 seconds later, another yes. guy came out. And I was like, there's yes. no way. Well, we're going to count after this one comes out. The one just hit, and we're at an hour 51 seconds, okay? Oh, fuck, oh, fuck my life. All right, well, I'm going to, I'm rooting for Mr. Bob Backlund. He's going to win it like he should have won it in 93. Let's oh, do it. Fuck off. Well, I was excited about the people coming out and stuff, but now I'm not. This is funny. Fucking Bob Backman, number three. Didn't he come out number three the in 93, too? I don't know, dude, but it's we've seen enough of this motherfucker. I don't like that they have announced so many people for the Rumble itself. Like, they just showed Jake Roberts. Like, we, I don't think we knew he was in this. No. No, no, we did. We did? Yeah, they they showed him on Raw. Oh, God, I don't like remember that. Of him. I don't know if I wanted to, like, like see him... Like talking, it's. I mean, you want that surprise reveal, I think. Well, they, they, this, I mean, in the previous years that you guys have watched, did they keep people secrets? Only maybe five out of the 30. And were they good surprises, though, or were they just like fillers? Fillers. Well, so I think that, like, what, when do they start switching that? Who would have been a surprise in the years that we've been watching? Wasn't there. There was a couple of them where it was like, this guy was hurt, so they swapped this guy in. There, I want to say there was one where there was a Japanese guy that wasn't announced, and he was in it. Like somebody Tenru brought with him that wasn't announced. Yeah, that was, yeah. Um, just filler guys. Well, when do I we, want, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just like, when when do we switch from like we're gonna announce all the cool people so that you want to watch to, um, it's gonna be a surprise. And now I'm looking at the time here, guys. I'd say early two thousands. It's two minutes, almost on the dot, that the second this fourth entrant is coming out now. It's oh God! Waller. Well, no wonder he's not in commentary. What do you say, Bob? Like early two thousands for that? For when they would like it, promote surprises? Well, when they. When they'd stop announcing them, and then you'd kept it, you'd get that like shock factor in the rumble of like the surprise entrant. Wow. Um, because at least I don't remember '95. It's all a blur at this point. But this rumble, they pretty much announced almost. I mean, really, almost. That's how it's been. Yeah, that's how it's been. Yeah, every year they've definitely announced the majority of them. And if they don't announce it, it's like, oh my god, it's Bob Holly. Well, that's so. That's what I'm wondering. Of like, when is it like? Oh, the last five people they don't tell us about is like cool surprises. Uh, that's probably not so late. Like around the time that Austin said. That's what I thought. 
like like early to like probably early two thousands like two thousand. Well, no, I'm even saying like in two thousand two they still announced like people who returned. I yeah no I I would say definitely by mid two thousands but like yeah <laughs> it have to be by mid for sure oh yeah it's yeah. <sighs> um so the king just grabbed the slot bucket and now Henry O'Godwin has it and everyone else has slid under the bottom rope and oh. <laughs> If I'm in that front row, I'm pissed. That probably hurt. He threw it at him hard. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna spitball and say 2003. That's what I'm saying. Well, I don't even know. I can't even think of a time <clears throat> where there was like a major surprise or something. Well, wasn't Mr. Perfect a surprise in a Royal Rumble or something? No, that that was 2002. They were like, oh, Goldust is back. Yeah, and he, he was announced, not right? Perfect. Yeah, I think so. Hey, I speaking of so about too. Holly. Oh, shit. That's why I would say maybe 2003, 2004. All maybe those. 2002, they were like, oh, four people from the Attitude Era coming back? I don't know. Uh, see, pretty, that's what I thought. But I'm pretty sure they announced it. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, I'm, I'm just going to, for fun, I'm going to go try to look who was in that Rumble, just to eyeball it. It's I'm just curious. One. 2002 Rumble's good. Yeah, that's the one where Maven eliminated Taker. And then got destroyed in a popcorn maker. So who are we down to here? We got Triple H, Bob Backlund, Henry Everyone Godwin. that's been uh everyone that's been announced is it's still in the match. No one's been eliminated yet. We oh. have Bob Holly, Helmsley, Backlund, Godwin, and Lawler. Yeah. Just as a quick like looking at the names. Of the 2002 Rumble, it looks like all of these people work here at this time. Yeah. Yeah. So now let me go to 20, 2003. I'm not looking at everyone, but. I'm thinking like 2005 or six. Now see? Yeah, because this one they were even labeled Raw and SmackDown for 2003. Yeah. Oh. So now this is what's making me wonder. The first one I remember, and this is just because when I was a kid, really, is like when Cena was injured and he came back and it was like everyone, they lost yeah. their mind. Yeah. Right. That would have been, what, 2008? Yeah. So that's pushing what's, it. What's the one where, well, yeah, wasn't see, Haku a surprise entrant in one of the 2000, early 2000 Royal Rumbles? 2001. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's a good point. Well, yeah, because a, a lot of these other ones, even I'm here in even 2005, they're all everyone's labeled Raw or SmackDown, and there's not anyone who's like not. Yeah. So unless it's someone returning who was injured, then it's not really a, a surprise. Right. Here's our next entrant. Oh, able, I'm sure on commentary they're like, oh, no one's going to be able to throw this guy out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Little, little yeah. have we've known for the past Here's three years. Pick, someone's gonna... yeah. This is my pick right here. Who's going to be able to throw this guy out? I don't know. Everyone? Right. <clears throat> Bob Holly acting like he's going to be able to eliminate Backlund. Okay, the first, the first Rumble I found that has someone who isn't on Raw or SmackDown or ECW is in 2008 when Jimmy Snuka and Roddy Piper made it in and they were considered Hall of Fame. So oh. they, they weren't on the brands. Right. Wow. And then it looks like, oh yeah, see, and then in 2009, Rob Van Dam was unbranded, so he's not on a brand, and he was in that. Right. 
2009. Yeah, that's, I don't know. It's weird. Well, because like I said, there's been like a Haku in here and there. Or well, so they like, probably did do a couple here and there, like you're saying. Yeah. But I guess it definitely seems very modern. Definitely must be more of the modern thing. I agree. I agree with that. I just, like, I guess watching this one here with you guys and the build up for it, I feel like, don't get me wrong, I understand why they were like, hey, Vader's going to be in our Rumble. But at the same time, I would have rather watched this. Vader come out and be like, holy shit, guys. Yeah. Well, Vader. Yeah, no, and I agree. And I I think that's what I really enjoy about the Rumbles. But I think at this time, that's not what they were really promoting with these matches. It was more so. Uh, you're going to see guys fight who usually don't fight. Uh, you're going to see a lot of what they consider A-list guys all in one match. I don't think the surprise factor was really a factor for them for a long time. I, I think that's a like an element that they didn't really play into for a long time. Yeah, I don't think so either. Here comes Jake the Snake, oh, who looks like he's look really struggling. Hair. I know. Um, I went to... A, one of Jake the Snakes is like, I guess, a comedy show. I don't know if it's comedy or if it's just <laughs> he's talking. Oh, Lord. Um, and I'm just going to say, listen, if you really like Jake Roberts, like, fine. Like, go have fun. Oh, here's a snake. Everyone out of the ring. Holy shit, Mabel just flew out of the ring. <laughs> well, it's because the big guys don't like the snakes, man. Um, anyway, his is he puts the snake on Lawler, who you can tell is probably actually really scared about this, I think. Um he his his like comedy thing was not good. No, the the best joke he said was like, "Do you guys want to hear a joke about Ric Flair?" And everyone said, "Yeah." And he goes, "Fuck Ric Flair." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> that was pretty funny because I didn't expect it, but <laughs> that was about it." But his joke isn't even a joke. Or it was like a story. Like you want to hear a story? He's just about trashing him. Like, well, him. yeah, but like the way he did it was funny. But everything else was just fucking either nasty. It was all like, like it was about like, uh, like there was one where like apparently a uh, he he got head from a girl and then the girl kissed Rick Rude and then s- apparently spit his oh. his fucking you know into his mouth into Rude's mouth and Rude was pissed and but it's like it was just nasty weird shit like that and it was like okay this is not good I wasted money. Uh, speaking of not good, can we just wasn't that, wasn't that Sharkies? Yeah, and you you were gonna go, and I texted you. You didn't miss a fucking anything. Yeah. Um, can we just note the fact that Jake Roberts's actual snake handler was on ringside, like waiting for the snake's little spot to be done so he could crawl yeah. it back in the back? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Like, how shitty was that? Who's this? Oh God, Dory Dory Funk, Funk Junior. No, this is before he deflated. Yeah. This is, this the is before Dory Funk the skeleton. This is the smoking gun's father. <laughs> smoking Dory Gun Jr. Dory Gun. Hi, Mike Adam. Look at this guy. Jake Roberts gener- calling for the fucking DDT. <laughs> Hunter Helmsley just just casually holds the top rope, and Jake Roberts flings himself to the mat. That was fabulous. You guys ever seen the movie Looper? Uh, I have not, but I've I've heard. I've seen Lupus, and it's in the wrestling ring right now, wrestling. Well, Looper is like a guy that goes into the future, or can go into the future or something, but he's got to like kill himself. It's a weird movie. 
That's basically what Dory Funk and Bob Backlund is right now. <laughs> oh, dude, this is the WWF new generation, dude. Can't you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just going to say. Jake Roberts <laughs> just came back. Dory Funk Jr. The combined age in this match is 760 years old. Well, my, my yeah. favorite kind of wrestler is the ones like Dory Funk and Bob Backlund who literally just wear plain-ass blue trunks and, like, no black boots. Pads. It's socks and, under their boots. And the, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, Dory Funk Jr. And it's like, yeah. 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 This is awesome. Oh, King's Trail. hiding under the ring. Lawler's hiding under the ring. You know what? The If I was the WF, I would be like, hey, Dory, can we just put a fake mustache on you and you can be Hulk Hogan? He's Why got the hair it? for it. Why is Dory Funk getting a payday here? What is the, <laughs> what is the fucking story? What is the story for Dory? Um, Doesn't isn't Bruce Pritchard like a fan of his or something? I probably. Bruce well, Pritchard. yeah, because he's a Texas boy, probably. Oh God, yes, Yokozuna, please uh, come out and bonsai drop Dory Funk fucking. <laughs> is this the first year that they've had music for these guys coming out each time? Really? I don't know. It might be. I don't think they did in '95. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, Backlund's oh. got the cross-faced chicken. I'm Dory Funk Jr., but Yokozuna decides, I'm going to yes. break it up as if he was just about to win the match with that. Yes, a fa- a face turn here by Yoko. Jake Roberts is like, damn it, don't throw me out of here, Bob. No, not Bob. Oh, Backlund's our first elimination by Yokozuna. Corinthians 626. <laughs> <laughs> This is the now. This is Yoko's uh, own, his second Rumble match. He won the first one, but he wasn't in '94 or '95. He's got he's got a uh, like a fishtail braid in, or like yeah, a French looks, braid. Looks it looks very Japanese. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Who's behind him? Henry goes. Henry. Oh fuck! Just got squished by Mabel running into Yokozuna. Guys, this is the match that everybody wants to see right here. Mabel and Yoko. Mm-hmm. Look at Sermo wearing the vest, suit vest with no shirt underneath. He's like, damn, I'm giving up. Get off of him. He's my meal ticket. Uh, t- push, t- put him over. Don't push him on the top rope. Throw him over. Sparky plug with a standing hurricanrana. <laughs> yeah, on, uh, got him. <laughs> He's like, I'm no. going to stand out one way or fucking the other, buddy. Well, it's funny. Like, he does the move where the camera wasn't on him to catch it. But you could still see, like, the end result of it. The camera's only on Sparky Plug when he's getting his ass whooped. <laughs> yeah. Three, two, one. They're really delaying these uh, eliminations. Yeah, they are. One, two, three kid coming out. Looking One, two, behind his back, because Razor... Oh, because yeah. Razor's chasing him. Oh, stuff. shit. I was just going to say, something's going to happen. Oh, Tim White just... Oh, the, the two refs slipped outside of the yeah. ring. Kid keeps going up the same side, too, which is really funny. Well, he's also being smart. He's not going over the top rope. Thank God. He'd be eliminated. One, two, three, kid looks like a mixture of Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Well, he doesn't have bangs anymore, so he can look at whatever he wants. I fucking hated his little poofy bangs. I mean, they're probably just wet back, but they he looks so much better. Yeah. 
They're like, come on, Razor, you had your match. Get to the back, buddy. Oh, good. Bob's leaving. I mean, talk shit about him. What is one, two, three kid doing? He's hi- trying to hide. Razor's like, I'm, I'm going to knock you out. Oh, Referee. yeah, he is still at ringside. I didn't even see him. Oh, We've had, some... like, barely any eliminations. I sort of don't hate it, though. Like, I feel like some Rumbles, they, like, empty people out too quick. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I think we could do out a lot of these guys here. But... Well... The people who are in it, definitely, we could get rid of a bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, Dory Funk Jr., specifically. <laughs> oh, yeah. Him and Bob Acklin. Or Bob's gone. Come Bob Acklin's gone. The blue tights were throwing me off. Look at Jake Roberts hold, crossing his legs so Yoko can't push him out anymore. I ain't going, man. He just tapped him like, hey, brother, stop it. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what? Amori? Oh! This is, this is a TNA guy. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, Bob, we, we know Amori from uh, the TNA Across the Line podcast. He fought... I don't know this guy. He fought uh, what, Ken Shamrock for the NWA title and lost. Um, Are you serious? Yep, on week uh, seven, pay-per-view seven, I think. What's his whole name? Um, I'll look it up real quick for you. I can't... I only know him as Amori. What company is he coming from? I think he's from all, maybe all Japan. I doubt it's New oh. Japan. No, it's not New Japan. No, it's not new. It's I'm gonna. I don't know how to say this how correctly. Takeo Amore. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go with that. Ta- it's T A K A O Amore. Takeo. Yeah, I don't know him. What company did he work for? Uh, all Japan. Yeah. Uh, no, while uh, he also wrestled in. He did wrestle in New Japan, not at this time though. Right. It seemed. It seems this... like throughout history, WWF's only real relationships are either with really all Japan. War stemming back to the eighties. Oh, war, which is a branch off of all Japan, basically because it's fucking Tenru's promotion. Yeah, this uh, was. This is his first American venture is in this match right here. He is from all Japan. He wrestled in all Japan until 2000. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Vince and Baba just had a better working relationship than... Well, because I know Antonio Inoki was, like, hard to work with. He didn't want to work with anybody. So... To whereas Baba was like, give me your stars and I'll work with you all the time if I can. This is a bait. Savio Vega. Oh, I'd like to make a correction. He fought for the NWA title on NWA pay-per-view number four, not six. Wow. Or NWA TNA pay-per-view number four. I didn't even realize it was that early. That's why I said six, because I thought it was later. I didn't think it was four. Ring's getting pretty full here, guys. Yeah, see, now is when we, like, Dory Funk Jr. is me and Austin were just discussing. Jake the Snake, Dory Funk Jr., like, come on, get these guys out. Bob Holly can probably go. King Mabel. Is it still only, oh, there goes Mm. Mabel now. 
Yes, Yoko eliminated him. Fuck yeah. Well, this is a great time to mention. I just saw something a minute ago that said this is his last appearance until 1998. Yeah. Really? Yep, Mabel is gone. Oh, who's that? Oh, Amori's gone. Wow, what a great American venture he just had. Guys, Mabel's not going to be on TV anymore? Nope. Oh, shit, yeah. No, he... uh... I know that he goes back to Memphis. Oh, really? Yeah. So this is where I want to tell you guys. We're going to start watching Memphis TV. Huh? He goes to... He, first, he goes to Puerto Rico, though, it looks like. Puerto Rico. Definitely, he definitely oh. goes to Memphis. Though. No, he was doing Puerto Rico at the same time, it looks like. No, you're right. He go, He returned to Tennessee to wrestle for the U.S. WA. Yeah. Oh, God, where there's 20 people in the crowd? Well, since we don't cover we don't cover USWA anymore, I can say this. He ended up winning the heavyweight title in March of ninety six. Yeah, that makes sense. And then the North American heavyweight championship in February of ninety eight. Oh, so he stays there a long time. Yeah, it looks 90, like it. Ninety eight. It's not the USWA, is it? It just said, you know, it looks like it is. These were the USWA t- like closes in ninety seven. Well, that's what I'm just reading off of Wikipedia. Okay, he might go to- or is it? Wait, hold on. It rebrands as Memphis Championship Wrestling. Wait, Vader's here. It no is one, Vader time. No man. one cares about Mabel anymore. Fuck. Vader better eliminate Yoko immediately. He's going to eliminate the majority of the people in this match. Right now. That's why I think they've been keeping these people in here. Yeah. Why does he? Nobody's nobody's even selling that Vader just came in. It's going to be a Vader-Yoko showdown. That's what's going to happen here. Well, why is Vader's outfit backwards? This is Vader time on the back. It's opposite day. Well, he was doing that when our WCW... I thought, I thought we've talked about this where it wasn't backwards. Did we? Well, he's definitely had it in the front before. Oh, he? Well, yeah, I guess, but... I don't know. We pointed it out on one of our bonus episodes. Okay, fine. It's not backwards, but Vader's here. He's just walking around. Dory just got eliminated. Savio Vega eliminated Dory Funk. Really? He just pulled Savio back in the ring when he could have just punched him and got him out. These two should tag together, not only because they're both wearing black and red, but also that they could be booked as Savio Veda. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, that's so ridiculous. It needs to happen. <laughs> How has that not happened? I don't know, dude. Savio doesn't know where he is. Look, he's like, oh, fuck, amigo. <laughs> Look at Jake so, Roberts. He's, he's like, like, I don't know, man. I, I, I ain't he's got indigestion. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> Anyone got the Pepto or some cocaine? That crack pipe really hit different. <laughs> That was going on. I already feel like Vader's like it's over. <laughs> Doug Gilbert, guys, guys, do you like that Jake Roberts is always chewing on something? Oh my god! <laughs> you you mean his fucking dentures? Know, oh no, man! <laughs> he's always chewing on something. He's he's fiending for meth. It's great. Jake Roberts going for a DDT, and he Close. hits it on Savio. Well, they cut the camera away from it. <laughs> sure did. 
Uh, his new thing though too is says he manages uh, he manages Lance Archer in uh, AEW. He always has a water bottle with him, so he's always sipping on water. There's so he's, no way he's clean still. He's not clean, is he? I think he is. I don't know. I think I think it's taken the long term effects on him, but I don't think Razor's clean. Roberts just got eliminated after a clothesline by Vader, but he but he clotheslined him standing still in the middle of the ring, and Roberts' momentum sent him over the top to the floor. <laughs> what in the world was that? You gotta do the right thing, man. I love that Doug fucking Gilbert is in this match. You're damn right, and he added me on Facebook, so fuck both of you. He did? Yeah. Why? Because I friend requested him. Oh, so he didn't add you. You added him. Oh. Well, you know, one time Chris Angel tried to add me, but, you know, he said he was in Florida, so I knew it wasn't him. <laughs> Chris Angel? <laughs> I that tweeted just... Doug Gilbert to train me and let me be a Gilbert, and he never wrote back, and I was pissed. <laughs> let me be Austin Gilbert on the Indies, you son of a bitch. Oh, my God. Who's it? Oh, here's a headhunter. Who the hell is this? It's a headhunter. Headhunter number one, probably. Making his debut. Is a headhunter number one? I don't even know. Here's your surprise, man. <clears throat> well, you guys are right. They did an unadvertised surprise. I was wrong. It's Abdullah the Botcher. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Abdullah the Botcher. He... His name is just Squat Team Number One. Squat Team? Yeah. Oh. That's what it says there on Wikipedia, so I don't know what that means. Okay. I thought he was a headhunter. Vader's killing Doug Gilbert here. I feel like Vader ain't doing shit in this match. Yeah. They should Vader should have came in and cleared a house and like looked like a fucking monster. Absolutely. But like I like how do why are you gonna make me care about Vader being here? He hasn't done a goddamn thing. Yeah. He's beating up Doug Gilbert, dude. Look, Whoa. he can't pick him up. Whoops. Oh. Yeah. He, he uh, sort of threw him over the top. He kind of slipped out of his hands there. You know who else ain't doing shit is one two three kid. Oh shit. Vader's slapping the head of this guy. Oh well, he's Oh hell he's yeah. Fucking see you later, squash match. Squash. <laughs> Whatever the fuck his name is. Abdullah the Botcher. Well, I wouldn't really expect 123Kid to do anything in a Royal Rumble. Oh, guys, I know who's going to come out during this match. Ooh. The Berserker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Yoko and Vader fighting now, but they're. I feel like they could have done like a. And now they're taking away all the heat from that with the countdown, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Jim Cornette's like, no, no, Yoko, he's our friend. Don't do that. Are Both y'all can't fit in the hot tub. Are you shitting me? What Squad is this? Team member number two. They didn't even get to be in the rumble together. <laughs> Who are these people? Wait, why did he just turn around and walk back with him? Okay. And why is his, his boobs are showing and the other one's not? Oh, I don't know. I do recognize these guys. I don't know where from where, but I do recognize them. You probably know them from the Isle of Samoa. 
No, I feel like they work Japan. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the Headhunters. Isn't that their name? It could know. be. Sure. Can we look? Can we like? I need to know. They wrestled in garbage matches in Japan for sure. Like garbage is in what kind of gar- like actual like garbage? Garbage matches like hardcore. Oh, okay. I don't know if it was for. Yes, they are the Headhunters. I knew it. It's well, not. It, the other guy F- just got eliminated. Like it's not FMW. Hold on, I'll I'll look into this. It might be IWA Japan. Bob Holly just kicked Vader in the gut, and Vader just looked at him like, "What? No, Why'd you do that?" I don't know how to cool. say the promotion. It's is it Wing? Oh, Wing! wing. Yeah, it's W asterisk. Yeah, it's like a W Wing. star. They worked with. They were all part of that same group. FMW Wing. Okay. IWA Japan. Then they went to the U uh, UWA. Uh, then the NWA Eastern Championship Wrestling. Then they went to CMLL. Then they went back to Japan. And then here we are. Here they are. They were I renamed the Squat knew Team. It was something like that. I knew it was something like that. Owen Hart. Finally, someone good is coming out. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> then, then the Headhunters went to ECW. <laughs> Yeah, didn't you say Eastern Championship Wrestling? No, that was... Oh, I guess that was the regular... That would be the same one. Yeah, that's probably Did they wrestle under any other name? 93, Bob. And then they went back to Extreme Championship Wrestling. That's what... I got it now. Threw me off. Wait, they they weren't there in 94? Well, according to this... um, I think they made... September is, is when they were... Their last appearance in Eastern Championship Wrestling was... Oh, I thought they were there in 94 as well. It, are, did they wrestle on any other name? Like another tag name? Or Yeah, just in general. Uh, yes, they were the Headhunters, the Squat Team, the Arabian Butchers, and a name that's in uh, Spanish that I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Los Reggaetons? Reggaetons, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess Bob's right. It's just... It's what they were. I don't know. I know, I know that I in no. recent years they wrestled uh, for AIW, didn't they? I'd have to look. I mean, this is just Wikipedia, so it's oh, not. Oh, okay. I thought you were on Cage Match. No, I'm not on Cage Match. I should be, but I was just doing the quick search on uh, the Wikipedia. Wing. Yeah, that makes sense. Wing had some good guys. Not Nobody that was really a huge, huge star in the States, but. God, this match is boring. Yeah, it's just there's a lot of buying time, which I, yeah, I just didn't punch, expect. Kick. Yeah. Yoko and Vader teaming up to beat up Savio, which is depressing. Oh, hold up. Super Dolphin was in <laughs> wing? Uh, I think briefly. Oh, he's, Sean he's under Michaels. Notable alumni. Yes, yeah. finally. Here we go. What number is this? Uh, Sean Michaels is number 18. 18? That's all we've seen? Holy yeah. shit. Oh, boy. Uh, we should do a time check here. We're in an hour, 31 minutes, and 36 seconds. No, not Savio. Ah, Vader just clotheslined Savio to the floor. 
So he's eliminated. Wing was almost too outlaw for me. Like FMW was the promotion that you'd watch where Wing would like invade every once in a while and they'd like co-promote shows. There's a bunch of people who were there though. And that's the thing. Like the people would, it'd be like a flash in the pan in and out, but they had a dedicated roster of guys that they'd use on every yeah. show. Hmm. It was like, they were okay. Well, Vader's mask finally is off. I'm surprised it lasted this long. Yeah. He took his mask off and he's just trading blows with Yoko. Well, they're like natives of like people who were there. I mean, there's a bunch of people I know on here even. So, yeah. Um, it's the co-promoted shows that were the good ones, though. From my experience, anyway. Shawn Michaels just eliminated Yoko and Vader. Are you... That's what? kind of ridiculous. <laughs> fuck. What the fuck? They were brawling up against the ropes, and then Shawn <sighs> got a running head start to then tip them. Well, up. listen, all I'm saying is... If oh, this is there any, goes one, oh, two, three, kid by Sean. Oh my! This is the run that Vader should have got. Yeah, yeah. let's give it to yeah. Sean. What the hell? Well, so that's what if I'm. All I'm saying is, if this is an indication to Vader's run, I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah, that was yeah, that so was a, lame. That was a disappointing um, appearance for sure. If Vader anything, give him the Diesel rub, where it's like Diesel gets his moment to shine in the Rumble. Exactly. Here comes Hakushi. Disappointments. Here's Hakushi. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Vader just attacked Yoko from behind. Now he's getting back into the match. Vader was like standing behind Yoko, just kind of sitting there, and then just punched him in the ear. <laughs> that oh, was going after Sean. Oh, I hate the way Sean's selling these punches. Jesus. To be honest, I hate the way he's doing them, though, too. Well, you can tell he's, like, overworking them because he doesn't want to hurt Sean Michaels. Yes, for sure. Okay, now he can pick someone up. He's picking Sean up overhead. So he's eliminated, technically. Anytime they've ever done that, Sean, he is eliminated. That was over the top rope. Oh, my God. Sean, he should be eliminated. But technic now, okay. So Bob, this this is a Holly very should be eliminated. Oh my god, Bob Holly should be eliminated. So now they decide to make Vader look cool, even though you know, it's yeah, way too he late. Was fucking eliminated. But here comes. I can already see what's happening. Gorilla Monsoon's getting in the ring. He's gonna be like Vader wasn't in the match. Doesn't count. look. Owen oh, sold it. Oh, Owen sold it as if he went over the top rope and was like, "No, no, I'm getting back in." <laughs> You're out of here, buddy. Jim Cornette's like, listen, I gotta go change my diaper. Come on, Vader. You wanna get in hot tub with Stacy later? You got it. Stacy. Cornette's got his pants pulled up to his fucking tits that, here. I dude, I know. Cornette's a fat piece of shit, but you can't tell because he's got his pants pulled up so fucking high. It's a trick. trick Cornette's in good shape now. He's skinny. Is he? He's actually much taller than you'd think as well. Thank God. Someone that we can look forward to is coming out. Tatanka. Sean throws Cornette. What like is he- going on here? Oh Cornette's my been eliminated God. from the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Cornette just went ass over tea kettle, dude. Wait, all these guys were eliminated from the match. How are they in it still? I, I, I'm sure Vince has mentioned in commentary, but... 
I love that in the middle of the chaos, Jinsei Shinzaki just hit a fucking backhand spring elbow in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on? So Tataka just came out. He's number 20. I want to point out that when he came out, you know how he would do like his music would be like his original music and then switch to the corporation. It did not switch to the corporation. Oh, it was just Tatanka music. Yeah, I didn't even realize. Yeah, there was no DiBiase like. Oh, this is just Tatanka music. So maybe that's a maybe that's a sign. Good. A sign of him not coming out anymore. Maybe they're just sick. Yeah, but it was um, Tatanka is definitely been uh, acting as if he is still a uh, a heel. Yeah. So. That sucks that Sean eliminated both of those big-ass guys. Come on. That's just stupid. Come on. Talk about playing your hand a little early, huh? Now, if it's me watching it, I'm thinking Owen Hart's going to win. He's been pretty promoted. Yeah, we got to... I don't know if I'd be thinking that. You got to think, though, Sean's his first match since he passed out in the ring or whatever. Dude, but maybe he's hurt oh. still. Oh. Ooh. I don't know how these guys hang on to the ropes. I would just be like, I'd be slipping. I'd be, I'd be fucking up. Well, there oh. goes Akushi. He's a limit. Uh, going backwards over the ropes is very weird, by the way. Speaking of weird, Aldo Montoya is getting a pay-per-view uh, match here. What Final the... 10, finally. That's one of the biggest mistakes I made in wrestling school. I got clotheslined over the top and let go of all the ropes. Mm, yeah. Oh, my God. How the hell do you brace yourself? Uh, somebody caught me on the outside, and they everybody stopped class, and, and Springgate said, don't ever fucking do that again. <laughs> I was like, okay. Wait, so you got clotheslined over the top rope? And yeah, and you know how you hook your arm under the top rope? Yeah. So you go yeah. back over, you're at least, like, holding on so you ha- you don't break your neck. Yeah. Well, I got clotheslined and, and threw both my hands out thinking I had to, like, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. So you're doing, like, a moonsault? Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> oh. And luckily, somebody was literally right there underneath me to, like, catch me or whatever. But, yeah, it wasn't good. That's dangerous. I didn't know how to do it. Good thing they were having you take clotheslines over the top without teaching you how to do it, right? Yeah. Oh, is he? he's looking for Lawler now, isn't he? Oh, shit. I forgot he was under there. Well, they did that pretty good then. Yeah. I they showed, they showed him one time underneath there. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Pulling him out by the fucking feet. How did Sean know he was under there? He was probably watching on a monitor. Oh, he's got all the shit he's holding on to. I would have loved if Lawler won the fucking Rumble. <laughs> like, what if... Yeah. What if it's like, you know... I don't know who could be the final two. Let's say it's like Aldo Sean... Montoya. Sean and Aldo Montoya, right? And Sean eliminate, eliminates Aldo. Well, Aldo just got eliminated. Oh, man, there goes Lawler. That's bullshit. Who's coming out next? Well... So, but what I was, oh, Big Daddy Cool. Yeah, well, he's probably a favorite. But what if, you know, Sean eliminates somebody, he's celebrating, right? And then he just flips over the top rope, both feet hit the floor, and then Lawler rolls in, and he's like, I did it! 
That would be so funny. So now you have Triple H, Kevin Nash, and Shawn Michaels in the match right now. Yeah. Oh, there goes Tatanka. Diesel eliminated him. Now he's going after uh, Sparky Plug and, well, I guess not. Oh, and now he's going after him. Yeah. Knees to the gut, buddy. What a surprise that the click is uh, running wild. Yeah. Oh, of course, they set up the bump into each other. Oh! Yes! What the fuck? He just decked Sean Mike. Now Sean's like, fuck you, man. Yeah, baby. I wasn't expecting him to deck him like that. I thought they were going to be like, yeah, oh, no, let's it do was the like, high five. No, it was like no questions asked. Punch right in the face. Yeah, like no tease. Like, fuck you, dude. I'm winning. Yeah. Which fits his new attitude, I guess. Because I don't think Sean's wearing black gloves. He's not. So they're That's they're true. not going to be pals. That's true. This, that's so funny. So Lawler was technically in this match for thir- 36 minutes and two seconds. <laughs> but he was in the ring for about nine seconds when he got eliminated. Yeah. That's awesome. That is fucking funny. Sean and Owen. This is an example of like... One person doesn't fit being in this match right now. You have Diesel, Helmsley, Michaels, and Owen, and then there's Sparky Plush. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? That's the rumble, baby. Here comes Kama. Wait, is bald. Oh. Whoa. What the hell? Oh. He also doesn't have any uh, million-dollar corporation... No, but they just made a comment about that on commentary, but I missed what he said. Hmm. Going right after Diesel. I think he looks better bald. Yeah. I I don't I don't know if I really like it. Not with this the look of the 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 comma gear. I think he needs to transform back into Papa Shango. Yeah. Bob Holly, man, he's been here forever. Dude, right? He's getting like the Rick Martel treatment. Speaking of Rick Martel, was he was on that list of guys that could be in this match. Was he? Yeah, remember uh well, not on TV, but like Meltzer was saying, like, oh, they've talked to Oh, Mark. that's right, yes. Oh, come again. Double team here with two dudes with attitude. Oh, well, Diesel didn't mean to punch him that time. I don't, Dallas, were you, uh, were, did you walk away when um, Sean and Diesel backed into each other and Diesel decked him in the face? I must have missed that, yes. I, had, I decided that if I wanted to enjoy the next hour of the show without uh, my bladder hurting, that I should pee now. Come on, so, dude. This isn't a P match. Oh, that's yeah, the rumble. That's why I went when as soon as someone came out, I saw who it was and I left. <laughs> that was uh, that was the smoking guns body Donna's match where you're supposed to take your pee break. That was too early in the show. Oh shit. Steve it's Austin. The ringmaster. The ringmaster. Is that his name, the ringmaster? Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was going by Steve oh, Austin. Wait, Vince also just said Steve Austin, so 
Okay. Chop block and bomb. Oh yeah, motherfucker. Going right after him. Mr. Perfect said he's close enough to perfect for him. You guys have seen Stone Cold's uh, ECW promos, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're really fucking good. Now he's going after Diesel. The ball's on this guy. I could see Steve Austin and Kama tagging up as, like, two badass guys. Not as the fucking ringmaster, but... Oh. How Holly almost catapulted Austin over the top of the floor. What? Oh, and then Austin just kneeless him from behind and Bob Holly got eliminated. You're damn right. See you later, bitch. So now we have Diesel, Austin, Helmsley, Sean, Owen, and Kama. Again, one wrestler out of that group really doesn't fit in with the others, but it's okay. They all can't be winners. And that's the bottom line. <clears throat> Ringmaster was number 24. So we have uh, six guys left to come in. And we know the last one will be Duga Drosier. Yay. Which will likely mean he is going to go to WrestleMania. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's coming in 30th. <laughs> Holy shit. And then his entrance will be him backing up a garbage truck to the ring. Guys, the two-man power trip's fucking fighting right now. Oh, Barry Horowitz. Barry Horowitz. Here we go. I was just I was on wrestling 20 years ago talking about Backlash 2001, which is like the the beginning of the uh, two-man power trip. Mm. Nothing shittier than Stone Cold with white knee braces. <laughs> I liked when he had like the snake ones. Like snake skin. I'm a fan of Stone Cold pre knee braces, to be honest. But you like it when his knees worked? Yeah, I don't know. I think that was peak Stone Cold. After the knee braces, it's like 100% gimmick. Oh, yeah. He's like the walking tin man. <laughs> It's like when Forrest Gump has the fucking things on his legs. <laughs> it's great. He made the most money when his body just was like shut down. Yeah, but you know what? That seems to be the case for most stars, to be honest. Right. Like, look at McFoley, even. Yeah. I think he's another good example where he made the most oh. money doing the least. Hunter Helmsley is out. And that Diesel tossing uh, Helmsley over the top. Close to 50 minutes he's been in, Vince says. Bob, wow. could you fact check us? Yeah, let's see here. So Helmsley was number one when he came oh. when he entered. He uh, His time was 48 minutes and four wow. seconds. Pretty impressive. Uh, that would be the longest uh, time someone's been in the match. Wow. Bob Holly was in the match for 39 minutes and 35 seconds. Who's next? Oh, it's Make a Difference Fatu. Come on. Hey, here you go. He needs to drop this gimmick, dude. Make mm-hmm. a difference. 
It makes me really not like him. Like, he might as well be a heel in my eyes. <laughs> well, you know what? Since you guys are straight edge, I would have thought that uh, Fatu would really connect with you guys. No. Yeah, but, but you see, this is why people don't... <laughs> this is why people then do want to do drugs and drink. Because you, <laughs> you see goofy shit like this, and it's like, I ain't listening to that, dude. Could you imagine yeah. a guy in prison being like, hey, man, why are you here? Well, I was watching Raw. In 96, and this fucking guy named Fatu was like, don't do drugs. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to try doing drugs. <laughs> and now you I'm here. I didn't want to listen to him. He was doing dances and shit. That's some corny kid shit. I want to do fucking cocaine. <laughs> That's why my favorite wrestler, Jake Snake Roberts. Yeah, he knows how to have a time. Doesn't talk to his kids. He smokes doobies and snorts coke. He smokes doobies. Oh fuck. <coughs> uh, speaking of cocaine and doobies and other drug use, can we go back to the Randy Savage thing for a minute? <laughs> you mean uh, how he carries around a fanny pack full of ecstasy? A thousand dollars worth of ecstasy at any given time. When was that? You gotta watch, dude. The A and E documentary is the, it gets like pretty like you you know most of it, and then as soon as jo- Gorgeous George talks, dude, it's like I know. Oh. Well, okay, I know. You have to consider the source, though. Yes, for sure. It's Gorgeous George. She's she goes under the story. She goes. There's this one time we were so high. It was on Nitro. We were in the red outfits. And then they like show a clip of it, and I was like, how does she know what outfit they were wearing when they were high on uh, Nitro? Yeah. Here's Isaac Yankum. I forgot he was here, so this sucks. Uh, it definitely brings to light a much darker side to Randy Savage than I guess I even knew about. Yeah, which is, I actually, because I haven't watched the Stone Cold or the Piper one yet, but I purposely watched the Macho Man one today during work because I had a feeling either you, Austin, or both of you would have already seen it and mentioned it. So I said, I got to watch this. I've watched all three A&E pieces that they've done. And all three have been something that they have. It's all stories you know. But you get stories you don't know. And for the guys that they're covering, that's a huge accomplishment. Because how many fucking Stone Cold documentaries are? How many Randy Savage documentaries? Fucking Piper's been talked about a million yeah. times. It well, there's something new in every single one. Yeah. So the the Savage stuff, especially toward the end. I mean, I would have never known any of that, and it was it was really good. Yeah, but I don't know. I didn't like hearing that about Randy Savage. It's, well, it kind of sucks because he's not well, there to defend himself at all. Well, so that's the shitty part. But yeah. on a side note as well, the early stuff of his career, I really like that too. Like. The Pafos challenging Jerry Lawler. Right, I never, I never knew that. Memphis and all that stuff. I don't yeah. think I, I don't think I knew that. At least I don't remember knowing it. That's so, good shit, dude. So dude. kind of important stuff here. Owen did his kick to the head to Sean, and then Sean was able to eliminate him. Yeah, but Sean's like laid out on the mat. Sean's yeah, Sean's yeah. knocked out, holding his head. Look, he's dazed. Are the yeah, fans concerned? Still... He's moving really slow. I thought those documentaries on A and E were all going to be fluff pieces. Like, oh, he's a great guy. Where it's like, oh, by the way, he's doing ecstasy with fucking uh, porn star. Dude, Dude, no, it's... It goes downhill. Yeah. Marty Gennetti. Marty Gennetti. Marty Gennetti. 
Um, and even some of the stuff with Hogan, how they throw shots to each other over Tampa radio stations. Like, I didn't know none of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, Bob, for reference, one of the people they talked to on the Randy Savage one is fucking Bubba the Love Sponge. Yeah, I, I heard about it. Um, I, I was kind of shocked because fucking why? Um, also, I don't want listen, I don't want to give the whole thing away because I know, Bob, Bob, you're definitely going to at least watch this one. But the, there's an actor guy at the end. Oh, my God. And you know what I'm talking about, Austin? That he makes like a joke and it's not fucking funny. I couldn't help but to think if Randy was alive, how much he'd fucking hate that whole documentary, probably. Well, that almost, it almost took a weird turn of the, uh, like, the self-destruction of Ultimate Warrior thing. I, yeah, and I, no, yeah, you're right. Where they're like, yeah, he was nuts. From what I was reading, that's what it kind of felt like they were doing. I didn't like that. And that's another reason why I decided to watch it, like, immediately today, because I was seeing the the stuff online today about it. And I was like, wow, I got to check this out. You know what else I didn't like is that Vince was very, very much a part of the other two. And the one you really want him to see a part of is this one. And he's like barely in it. No, see, I didn't see, like I said, I haven't seen the others yet. That's my, he's pretty well featured in the other ones. That's interesting. Well, in the Roddy Piper one, doesn't he make a joke about like, Oh, Roddy's not in hell. Well, yeah, he there's like he does a little bit in the beginning where he's talking to Roddy on his cell phone, which it's very bizarre. And you can oh, tell Vince is like losing his fucking mind. I saw a clip of that. But what was the uh, actor's joke at the end of Savages that wasn't funny? OK, fine. I'll, he basically. Wait, who's coming out here real quick? British Bulldog. British. That's a big name to be coming out this late. That's exciting. Oh, uh, he's number 29. So we know who the 30 is. It was okay. meant in a very lighthearted way jokey sort of way so he he basically says that the way that randy died that it's something that he would have pitched is like he would have booked it and then they would have been like like basically like oh hey like okay so i'm gonna have a heart attack while i'm driving and then i'm gonna hit a tree and i'm gonna die and then basically saying like it was so over the top that it was fitting of randy savage the way he died which i think is a really shitty way of putting it and like, like, it was listen. so unbelievable and such oh. a bad way to go. It was the only way for Randy Savage to die. He couldn't just die in his sleep. Like, that wouldn't have been Randy Savage. I just thought it was, like, it was weird that they even kept that in, if you ask me. I agree. I, I think it was very distasteful and not funny. It was, like, a bad joke. Like, you hear that at a show, and it's just like, oh. And it's just some actor who's a super fan, they said. Yeah. Is that... Fatu eliminated Steve Austin. That's right, baby. Make it different. Marty Jannetty is gone as well. So here's a funny thing about this, okay? Steve Austin wasn't supposed to be eliminated. Oh. There goes Fatu by Isaac Inkham. Austin has has said that he was supposed to hold on to the ropes, but he slipped off. Oh. Wow. I believe that. Was he supposed? Did he ever say if he's how long he's supposed to last? He's supposed to be in the final four, mm. at the very least. Which is pretty significant because now there's what? There's still five guys there's in the five match. Guys. Well, and there's about to be another. So yeah, imagine if it was. Imagine if it was like Diesel, Sean, Steve Austin, and British Bulldog are your final four. 
This is strong boy. Here comes fucking Duke Rossi. Could you? Unbelievable. And this is like why the thirty spot is so disappointing. It's like and come uh, on. Yeah. Even nowadays, it's like you you expect it to be something really exciting now because they have that hype all behind the rumbles, and then it's like oh, it's the Miz. It's Titus O'Neil. And it's just like really that was your thirtieth entrant. Yeah. Sean and Davey are going out on the floor. Owen's back. Oh. Owen leveled them. Yeah. He's going to hurt him, dude. Yeah, I don't know about the Randy Savage thing. I, I It was good, and I learned a lot of stuff that maybe, I guess, I didn't yeah. want to know, but I learned. I learned, too. It was definitely worth the watch, I would say, anyway. So, so How long are they? Just an hour? It's about an hour and a half. Yeah. Oh. Bob, I'll, uh, we'll chat later. I'll link you. Well, I mean, I, I'm sure I can find it. I'm sure you could. And actually, we have to talk about something else after, too. I've been thinking about it all day today. Oh, what? I just, I just need to watch Global Force Wrestling. I need to watch WCCW. So can one of you fucks make that happen or what? Global Force Wrestling? I got an itch, man, and I got I to gotta get it itched. I don't understand. Like, what are you talking about? They had four shows. Well, they turned them into DVDs. I can't buy all four of them, so I need help. What do you mean you can't buy all four of them? You can only buy two of them because Impact used to sell them. And then when they got in the lawsuit, they took them down, and I never bought them because I'm a dumbass. Oh, Bulldog eliminated Bulldog by Sean. Oh, Sean, skinning the cat, it looks like. Kama hit him over, though. How is Kama in the final three? Come on. Oh, yeah, what? Oh, yeah, there you sure. go. Out of here. Oh, See ya, bitch. Di- oh! Whoa, Sean with a super kick to eliminate. Oh, come people. on. I want to see Michaels them is your winner. square off more. So so did I. So did I. Shit. I was about to say how good of a like final two that is, but then now that was so quick. Although I didn't expect it. I don't like it when like how do you do the final two? It's that's a tough elimination. So yeah. I don't I don't hate it. Sean is fucking hyped up. Well, dude. well so here's my thing is um, going into this, I I think we all knew Sean was the one winning the Trumbull. Yeah. But I thought, and I mentioned this previously, I believe, when he announced he was in it, is I thought they were going to, after watching the buildup for this show, that Sean was going to be a surprise entrant, not announced, and, win it, and it was going to be this huge comeback story. Should have been. Uh, Doc Hendricks trying to get a word with Diesel, but then he just starts attacking Bulldogs. So now we have our next in-your-house match, if I had to take a guess. Oh, God. Again? Um, as, a, as a quick side note, to cap our Randy Savage talk, I want, I'll want i share this with you guys. This, I got this... Oh, wait, hold on. What's Doc Hendricks about to... The, the only reason you're living is because I'm... He didn't say it in the microphone, but I couldn't hear him. Because I'm allowing it. Oh, okay. Uh, I got a a mystery crate today, because sometimes I order those. And I got a a cool Macho Man item that I want to share with you guys. I got this. This this exclusive, uh, it's a major wrestling figure podcast, exclusive Macho Man uh, micro brawler. Oh, Shawn Michaels' penis was almost just out. Jesus. I'm just trying to share this with you guys. Instead, I almost just saw a wiener. 
How can they do, have exclusives like that? I don't understand. This, I was absolutely shocked when I opened this. Dude, Big D is in the ring. And he's flexing his glove hand. He's not wearing a black glove. He better not slap his hand. Nah, dude, he's gonna like choke slam him or something. Big boot him. Have him jump into the air and just big boot oh, him. Oh, he's waiting for the high five. Is he gonna do it? Maybe he'll this catch is... Sean and choke slam him. This that's bullshit. what I'm hoping. No, that's bullshit. What? He wasn't wearing a black glove. And he just eliminated him in the rumble. Come on. He's All gonna be is pissed. fair. All is fair in love and war. No, fuck that. Nah, he should have beat. If he beat the shit out of Sean right now, it'd make me be like, yes, Diesel's a wicked good bad guy now. Yeah, but I don't know if Diesel's a bad guy. I feel like he sort of is. I feel like he's going that way, but I don't think he's there yet. Well, that would have made him. That's what I mean. Yeah, See, well, I thought he was because he was like, I'm not going to slap the fan's hand anymore unless you have the glove on, so fuck you. Can someone answer to me why Shawn Michaels... He takes off the top of his trunks and then decides he's going to almost show his wiener all the time. It's a gimmick, dude. He did, he, he's my favorite wrestler because I almost get to see his penis every week. Well, Shawn Michaels has a crush on Shawn Michaels. I think Golda should be obsessed with him before he's well, obsessed with uh, Razor. It'll it's going to happen. Shawn, show me your wiener. Sean, sorry for this elaborate disguise. Would you like a bite of my wiener? <laughs> and he's pushing it out of the hot dog bun. Oh my god! I, need to I gotta, yeah, I gotta fucking watch those. There's a lady in the front row trying to get a hug from Sean, and he went the opposite direction. What's the What's the one where he after he gets electrocuted and he's got Tourette's? And he's in the ring, and he's talking to Triple H, and Triple oh. H genuinely cra- like cracks up. Yeah, that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's like what I doesn't. I forget freeze. what he says. What it is, I forget what he like is saying though. Oh my god, I'm blanking too. I know exactly which one you're talking about. But it is like really funny, and I'm sure that Triple H is actually laughing about it. Oh, I think he was. I can't. Oh. Remember Vince says, "Take a look at this here. We just cut away from Sean slapping hands." Okay, just kidding. Maybe he's saying, take a look at this. Sean won, and Diesel was sad at the ring post. He had his head down. Mm. We're about to have our main event here. Let's do a time check. We're at 2 hours, 2 minutes, and 30 seconds. And the runtime for this is 2 hours and 49 minutes, so do the oh math, folks. Oh, my God. That's why I peed when I did. I'm ready for Undertaker dude. Come on. And it's an Undertaker match. Fuck. Yeah, man. Oh, and that right there. Now, I watched the uh, WWE's Most Wanted Treasures. Paul Bearer is carrying what will soon to be known as the Betrayal Urn. And they had to go find it. And it was at a funeral home in, like, I don't know what state it was. I forget. Uh, a Virginia. funeral home muse- a museum. Museum. Very much. Well, Wait, you know, it's named what? The Betrayal Urn. Because, spoiler alert. Okay, I know what you're talking about. It's the one that Paul Bearer hits the Undertaker with. It's that exact urn. Wait, what? Oh. Welcome oh. to the dark side. What? You see this cheap foam rubber mask? Instead you know of that taking six me... months off, I wore this stupid fucking thing instead. 
That makes me not hate Undertaker for uh, murdering Paul Bear in that cement thing. Wait, Diesel's at the <laughs> Diesel's in Undertaker's entrance here. Yeah, he's oh. like, having a standoff with him. Oh, remember they had a standoff what? at the end of In Your House. Hey! Shut Paul Bear. That's bullshit. You don't touch my manager. What the fuck? Okay, now they're fighting. <laughs> what is going what the on? Hell? Taker just punched Diesel like twice or like once or twice. And now officials are coming out here and Diesel like backing off. I think that this is going after Taker from SummerSlam '94. It's Brian Lee. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Well, you know, this is basically them telling us what's going on here. We're going to get a Taker Diesel. Like, why? Well, yeah. Well, they were, like I said, they were teasing that already at the end of In Your House 5. They had, like, a stare-off. Well, it was, like, backstage, too, wasn't it? Yes. At the very end of the show. dark, baby. Look at the adjective, dark. (laughs) Big Daddy Cole. He just taunts. Whatever, dude. Look, Undertaker was finishing his entrance. You see him start walking slow? Yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, wait, fuck. I just fought. How did uh, how did the lights go on? He didn't stand on the ring steps. I don't I understand. Oh, I know. I think Paul Bearer being hit, like, broke the spell. Mm-hmm. Oh, it had to have. That was so stupid. Who wants to see that fucking match? It's a dream match, man. Come Taker on. And Undertaker and Diesel? Absolutely goddamn not. You gotta be thinking, Brett's like, what am I fucking doing? I should go back and make another TV show. <laughs> I just saw the video recently where Bret Hart is he calling does he call out like either Shawn Michaels or Hulk Hogan or whatever and he's like he holding up his Simpsons figure he's like do you got one of these he goes what about this Ric Flair and and then he tells his TV to play the Simpsons and then it's like the episode of him on the Simpsons he's like <laughs> you got is, that this is recent right no it's an old video but I just oh, saw, it is old? I just saw it recently. I like, like, just like his dad, Bret Hart is slowly losing his mind. <laughs> and he's just bitter toward everybody. I well, like it that he keeps coming back, and then he just shits on everyone again, and then they bring him back again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw that he recently was, like, he posted on Instagram or something, like, oh, uh, it's sad to see, like, my quotes from years ago coming up for clickbait. And it's like, Brett. You, you said, you said that. it. <laughs> oh yeah. You are you were you were shitting on Triple H. What do you mean? It's a shame that you know eight years later it's being brought up. You you said it. My favorite is when um. And I guarantee you, if you were like Brett, do you mean it? Like, do you still mean it? He'd probably be like, well, yeah, but that's not the point. Like, you you shouldn't be using it for clickbait. Oh yeah. Like, my okay. my favorite ones is when uh, on eighty three weeks, Convert will bring up what Brett said, and Bischoff is like, listen, whatever Brett said, you know, he's bitter. But it's fine. We're different now. I could have, have a beer with him. I, I have a beer with him. I can sit down and have a beer with him. <laughs> okay, Bischoff. 
I can't stand Conrad Thompson anymore. I used to be one of his biggest proponents. Like, the podcasts are great. Love Conrad. I can't fucking stand that pedal-pushing motherfucker Dude, at all. That guy. I blocked him on fucking Twitter. Like, I can't even deal with you, you piece of he, shit. He will ask the same questions every week. He is obsessed so like with like World War Three, right? It's the Battle Royal thing. They've done a couple of shows of that on eighty three weeks, and every fucking episode that they do that, he's like, "Was this, uh, you know, trying to be inspired to be like your Royal Rumble?" <laughs> and it's like, dude, you've already asked that question four uh, times, well, and each time Bischoff is like, "No." Well, as as I was mentioning to Bob before we uh, before you got on Austin. Um, my, I, I still get a kick out of like, it, I don't know what happened when he, to, like, just like last week, he just asked Tony, he's like, so, uh, how do you wash your butthole in the shower? And he's like, what the fuck? Why is that being asked on the show right now? And I it's, know, like, that's stuff I don't mind. Well, I, I can, I'm just saying, the it's, humor it's, just, is it's good. so, it's so funny that it's just like, what? Yeah. The humor is good, but then he just asks like dumb fucking questions. For me, it's the Mark. Like for his own self, like I'm oh, fan. I'm not a fan. I'm just a fan. Well, yeah. I think we've like, sort of. Oh, we've I don't make a gotten, lot of money. Well, so that's the stuff I think we finally are starting to get over. Like it's like he doesn't do that as much. I don't think anymore. But I also hate fucking hate that. I'm just so a like, fan. By the way, I just bought my fifth house in uh, oh, Alabama. And, it's and, like, I, oh. and I also married Ric Flair's daughter. That's, and... See, that's the only reason anybody knows who the fuck this dude is. Is because he weaseled his way into the wrestling business by dating a flair. Well, so it's that kind of, alone. I know we've talked about this before, but it's kind of fucking weird. That he's got Ric Flair memorabilia. He's a huge Flair fan. And then he meets Flair or whatever, and then he meets his daughter and ends up dating her and then eventually marries her. And it's like well, this guy that you've idolized or is a big fan of is now your father-in-law. Like, this is fucking weird. Well, I think, didn't he say that Flair introduced him? Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Well, she was weird. married at the time, and then they got divorced. Oh, oh okay. Her. I didn't know that part of the story. Yeah, but they nothing happened. But He says nothing happened between them. Like He waited. Like, a uh, a okay. gentleman for oh, anything. Yeah. yeah, of course. He's from Alabama. Of course he's a gentleman. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I can't stand Conrad. And for that reason alone, I don't listen to any of his podcasts anymore. Because well, I just he, can't stand him. And the thing, too, which is crazy, you know, he's making all this money. He's got the easiest format ever. He's making the money off of the stars that he's working with. He's making money off of reading Dave Meltzer's newsletters to the guys that were there in the era and being like, so how do you feel about the report uh, in this thing that uh, Glacier was going to be the world champion or whatever? And Bischoff's like, that's not even fucking true. That's rumor and innuendo. Fucking Mark, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> fucking sources. Terry Taylor's a piece of shit. Listen, you know, all this Conrad, I, I didn't have my three cups of coffee today, but I'm yeah. not doing it. I'm not doing it today, Conrad. <laughs> well, my favorite thing is, like, this guy... We'll ask Bischoff for like backstage dirt from 25 fucking years ago. And every <laughs> episode, the guy, you know, whether it's Bischoff, I wasn't there, I don't know. They'll be like, I don't, fu- I, I don't remember. 
Conrad. I don't, it's been 30 years. I don't remember what Hogan said to me backstage in Miami on March 7th, 1998, right before his match with Sting and Lex Luger. I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> it was just yesterday that this happened. I don't fucking remember. At the same time, though, Bischoff says he remembers where he was with certain phone calls, too, sometimes. He'll be like, yeah, I was, I was driving home. It was like 730 at night, and uh, he called me. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, no, no, see... I don't buy that. I think that he's just making a story. It's like a, like if you listen to a comedian's podcast, anytime they're like, do I swear to fucking God this happened? This fucking happened? This is real life? This happened in my life? And then if you pay attention, 20 episodes later, they'll be like, listen, sometimes I just make shit up. Even if I say it happened. So may I oh, think... You know he, damn well Bischoff can't make a show out of, oh, I don't remember. Exactly. He can't <laughs> do that every time. But uh, half like anytime Conrad asks him about something creative, like creatively, he's just like, I wasn't involved in that, so I don't know. And it's like, well, then why are you doing a podcast? Yeah, well, yeah. Um, Undertaker was Undertaker was just choking Brett with his glove for about five minutes straight, and now he just hit old school on him. Yeah, but the Undertaker's great, guys. We love the Undertaker. Fucking suck the Undertaker's dead dick. Like we all love the fucking Undertaker. Oh, look, he's doing. He's doing the, the glove thing again. Undertaker. Fuck him. Well, this match is probably going at least 25 minutes. So I'm not You gonna... wanna be bored? Hey, 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 hey. You like watching wrestling? You like falling asleep? Then you'll love Undertaker. I will say for Conrad, I did like the uh, Eric Fires back stuff. Oh, I haven't. I haven't listened to the Eric Flores back stuff. Well, they they had one. They released one as they, they had an episode, and they released it as part of that one too. So it doesn't say Eric Flores back. I don't think. Oh, okay. I just don't remember which episode it was. Well, Eric Eric Bischoff going on rants and like yelling people and like shit is like my favorite. I don't care. I don't Eric, care about Eric, Eric Bischoff is one of my favorite personalities in wrestling i don't give a fuck what anyone says he's one of my favorites period yeah i don't care about the arn show or kurt angle show because kurt angle show is just a long forum shoot interview yeah i kind of gave up on it i'll listen when he talks tna probably but that's about it for me so talk to me about your match with uh shannon moore on this 2003 (laughs) velocity so what were you thinking here in this four four minute match and he'd be like oh you know shannon was a good worker Yeah, we do worker. We worked really hard through this one, yeah, and like that's what they did. And they're like, so like, did did you have any heat with the boys? He's like, nah, man. Everyone was really great. Yeah, like, Velocity he, was a really good show at eleven o'clock at night. And I just wanted to give Shan more some time to shine. You know, it was pretty good. Yeah, Angle uh, very does not walk the line. He doesn't cross the line at all. He just walks it very nicely, and he's very polite. Yeah. Oof. I do have. I'm I'm going to listen to Jeff Jarrett's tomorrow, and. I don't want to be fucking disappointed. Can you ima- can you imagine what those two assholes? <laughs> oh my god. I can't, I can't even... wait to listen to Jarrett. I'm ready. It's gonna be Conrad sucking him off the whole time. Well that's what he does, especially in the beginning. He's got you gotta like he's gotta like get to know him and then he can start like busting their balls a bit. I remember with Bischoff yeah. it, 
it was a really slow beginning of like really being nice. And then once he started to know Bischoff more, he could kind of dig into him. And I think when he started, Bischoff was kind of thrown off a little. Like, uh, yeah. are you seriously like being like that right now? <laughs> start their Star K97 episode's pretty good. Oh, dude, that one's really good. That's one of the last ones I listened to. <laughs> And that was You're what? That probably came that out a year ago. Give him the belt because he didn't have a fucking tan? <laughs> no, Conrad. It's, he wasn't in, in shape. He wasn't ready for it. You spent 18 fucking months and you just noticed the day of the show that he was out of shape? <laughs> he didn't have a tan? Are you fucking kidding me, Eric? That's what, it, and then they all he, he always brings it, or is it on the? And then two months later, you put it back on him. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Is it the one with um, on what happened when when they talked about uh, Steve Austin, and he always referenced. He goes, "Remember how shitty of a show that was that we had to start doing watch-alongs because you didn't talk about anything for two hours." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'll have to listen to that one because he's probably just like, uh, I don't know. Nothing, maybe. Sure. I don't, I, that was so long ago. I don't. I don't remember it really being that bad. But like, it was so funny because they always. I think it was like the week after that, and he goes, "Tony, I think we have to apologize to everyone because last week's show was not good. <laughs> it was when it was the worst episode ever, and we're never we're never doing that again." <laughs> and that's when they started doing watch-alongs. I'm gonna have to look it up here. Brad Hart just threw Undertaker into the ring steps, who hit them uh, knees first and then careened over the side. Well, and then That's he just like one of his trademark over. things, too. Now Brett's working on the legs here. Oh, when did he do... When did they do the Steve Austin one? It's Tony, with Tony. Yeah, I'm trying to it, find it. I think oh. it was really... Early. Like, I'm talking first couple like months of episodes these bastards don't do this right they have it under unknown season well i didn't even know they had it listed as seasons wait a minute okay so it's a steve it's like just talking about steve austin i'm pretty sure it's steve austin here i'm gonna go oldest to newest here i'm gonna try to get you a date Brett's doing his groundwork game, working over the legs. Episode 38, Stunning Steve Austin. Yeah, that's the one where they stopped, like, just talking about people long form. Because they did a couple like that, like working with Bobby Heenan, Goldberg, Arne Anderson, and then they stopped. (laughs) Wow, there's a bunch of shows I haven't even listened to on here. They're all watch longs. That might be fun. Yeah, well, for that show specifically, if you listen to the beginning, you get a lot of more of the inside jokes, and it's a lot funnier. This match is boring as fuck. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's Uh, The Undertaker. I'll be honest, I was looking forward to this match, and it's, yeah, it's not really holding up to what I was hoping. I bet you if I were to look at somebody's review for this, they're probably like four and a half stars. Oh, Undertaker can't even stand up. Well, who well, reviewed walking, it for you? He was walking around like he was Jake the Snake Roberts there after a binge. <laughs> who reviewed it on your website, Bob? Uh, that would have been Justin and Scott. Okay, I'm going to go see what Justin and Scott thought. Because I already can guess who's going to win. So I'm going to try not to look, though. 
I like when Steve calls him the shit man. Well, does he actually say shit man? Or does he say, uh, yeah, if you put an S in front of Hitman, that's what I really think of you. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. It's close enough. Shit man. Yeah, if you put an S in front of Hitman, you have my exact thoughts on Bret Hart. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Okay, Bob. I don't know how to find it on here. You don't know how to find Royal Rumble 1996 on WrestlingRecaps.com? No. Fucking search it, dude. I you just go, did. I did. It doesn't fucking come up. You go to the fucking top of the thing where it says WWE. Okay, is it, it best of or is it fucking NXT OVW? Because when I click no, WWE, nothing fucking that. comes up, bro. Dales, just hit WWE. Okay, watch, Bob. I'm clicking the WWE. Wait, hang on. Let me look. <laughs> look You're not doing, doing it right. It. Okay, I'm fucking tapping it, dude. You're not doing it right. What do you want me to do? You hit WWE. You just hit the WWE. Okay, I'm hitting just the W on the WWE. Yeah, all right. Get rid of the arrow. Okay. It won't. It won't fucking go. Okay, now hit see, w- oh, well, did you see that? Yeah, j- well, your tab was broken, bro, because I don't know what to tell you. No, your website's broken. No, <laughs> I, just hit, I just hit WWE, and it's loading. Well, it ain't on mine, so you can look it up then. Yeah, well, you're a piece of shit. You are. It's because Dallas didn't design it. That's why it's shitty. I'm not bringing that up. Well, he tried to. He tried to. Fucking yeah, I know. Work. He did the dicks. We know, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, fucking fucking, Dallas fucking, yeah. Fall, was fuck Dallas. No big deal. Fuck Dallas. Dallas <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, is a piece of shit. Don't let my designer friend help me do something cool for his. Well, for his my best designer friend, friend no was deal. good at designing stuff. It's no big stuff. deal. Bret Hart's, Bret Hart's got a figure four in. Maybe if my designer friend actually knew how to design shit, I would actually. Dude, Undertaker just tapped out, dude. He almost right. did. He got the Phantom Mask. Hey, did you guys yeah. know they found yeah. that Phantom Mask on the WWE's Most Wanted Treasures in Undertaker? <laughs> I guess what they said, what Scott and Justin said for this match. Four stars. No. Three and a half. No. What? No, so Scott gave it a grade of three, and then Justin gave it a grade of two. Okay, good. So okay, that's fair. That's really fucking insane. Yeah. Who who else does the reviews that rate him really high? Who rated Diesel Brett high? Uh, that was uh, uh, Pat, uh, Matt Pettigrew. I bet you he would have gave this one four stars. Mm. Oh, let me go to his website. I'm sure. I think on his website he has it. Let's see. Well, can, yeah, can you check that? Yeah. Nope. yeah, get on it, Bob. I'm not taking shots here. I'm just calling it like I see it. No, you're shooting from the hip, brother. Well, Bob just got me heated. I feel like Eric after they mentioned Meltzer to him. Listen, it's not my fault that you don't know how to fucking... Oh, my click. God. Brett's uh, working the like... <laughs> On a website using a piece of shit tablet. Like, what is wrong with you? Oh, He calls it a tablet, too. <laughs> suck it. All right, let's see here. Let's do a rundown for Matt Petticord's 1996 Royal Rumble... Review here. He gave Jared and John and Ahmed Johnson two stars. <laughs> Smoking Guns and Bye Donna's. Is that real? Three and a quarter. What? Wow. No. 
What the? Okay, Ramon and Goldus got a star. Oh, bullshit. No, I liked it better than that. Yeah, it's better than a star. Oh, all right. I might have to block Matt Pettigord not, and no longer Yeah, associate. listen, I was shooting, and now I really mean it. Uh, he gave the Royal Rumble match itself two and three quarters. That's fair. Just that's fair. And he gave this mat this mat main event here two stars. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Well, so far everyone seems to be pretty on uh, pretty on par here. Yeah. Can't imagine why this is only a two star main event. Hmm. No. <laughs> Nothing has happened. It's just been punching and, and uh, Bret Hart kicking his knee. Do well, you hey, know why nothing's happened? Because it's, it's the fucking Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> You're goddamn right, dude. Uh, well, listen. That's going to be a recurring theme here in 1996. It's the fucking Undertaker. Yeah. Well, this is a great opportunity to say, let us know what you think about this show on our social media pages, at Icopod on Twitter, Facebook, uh, you can email us, and we'll never see it. That's true. Hey. Also, if you want to, go to WrestlingRecaps.com and then go to the WWE tab and let me know if you're able to click the WWE <sighs> portion of it. Because I'll tell you right now, judging by the stats on my fucking website, People everyone's click able on it. to do it. Everyone click on it. I'm a fucking millionaire on my fucking website. Um, yeah, that's right. Fuck all that. Don't listen to anything that they just said. Go to the Icopod Facebook page. And hey, uh, here's an idea. Buy our fucking shirt. You know why? Because Bob gets 68 cents every time you do. <laughs> I can buy one soda from the 50 cent machine at work. And let me tell you, it, it feels real great when I'm like, this is Icopod money. So fuck you guys. If you don't have a shirt yet, you're not a true listener. Like, what are you even doing? Yeah, hey, uh, Mick Price, do you have a Icopod shirt? Their nah, shirt is $17.31. Wait, don't start, don't start calling out people. I'm going to do it. Hey, Mick Price, where's your fucking shirt? Huh? Can you splurge a little? $17.31? I can't buy a $17 shirt. You guys have been providing free entertainment for four years now. Why would I give you guys seven? Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Mick. How about you, Mike Campbell? Huh? You can buy those expensive beers off eBay. They're probably about 45 bucks, but you can't send us $17 for a fucking t-shirt. And by the way, the newest t-shirt on there with the blue logo in person is fucking great. There you see. So suck on one. How about you, Michael Vincent? You say you're a diehard fan and you're like, oh, Bob, I love the podcast. I'm a huge fan. Where's your shirt? Both huh? of you pieces of shit should have a shirt too, by the way. I have. I bought my shirt first. You don't have the newest one. I don't have the newest one. I'm a. I'm an OG, dude. I, I don't have one. My original one's all stained, and I'm fucking pissed about it. I got about- ketchup on it like three days after I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about you, Ian Matthews? Where's your t-shirt? Well, and I see your profile picture. You're not even wearing a shirt now. <laughs> so why don't you Wait, just get a t- he's fucking international. The shipping's probably outrageous. Then move. No, do not come domestic to the U.S. Move to the States. Get your no. shirt for 17 bucks and then move back. You, you will regret moving here. Yeah, that's probably true. I regret buying an XL because that shirt's big as fuck. 
Oh, I think I have a 2x. Yeah. I was told I'm not allowed to buy any more shirts. Yeah, I'm not really allowed to either. Yeah, I was... That's why I bought a vest. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I bought a vest. You're damn right. Oh, Brett, work in the lag. He's, been He's done that the move leg three times. Fucking 15 minutes. He's done that little slingshot leg move three times. Well, yeah, yeah. another kick to the knee. Holy crap. What How do you guys feel that yeah. we still have 22 minutes left? Yeah, see, this is why you just bum people out. That's why can I'm we here, kick man. the hell us off for 96? Like, hey, fired. Awesome. Let's, Let's just change recording days to whenever Daisy has his daughter. That way, dude, there's a reason. Like Bob would always ask, right? He'd be like, "Dude, what is like? Does Dallas want to do it?" And I'd be like, "No, no, he doesn't." I asked him. He doesn't want to. Mind you, I didn't ask this motherfucker shit. The truth comes out. Cause I didn't want his ass on here. Bob's like, "Well, what's the deal, dude? Is he gonna do it?" I'm like, no, dude. He fucking hates it. He wants nothing to do with it. And That's all the true. while. All the while, Dallas had no fucking clue. Yeah, so this is what goes on. And then Bob goes, no, you fucking did, you dude. Because I, I knew what this shit was going to turn into. I, I knew. remember for sure when we asked you for Beach Blast 92, if you no, wanted was, to be on the thing. I think it was 93. Well, my or first 90, one was 93. 93. Yeah, 93. But I remember asking you before then, and you were like, no, I don't think so. And then you mm-hmm. did it, and then for sure you didn't want to do it after that. I certainly, but then as Austin said, you just wanted to do a TNA one, and you're like, oh, well, Bob makes my life miserable. Exactly. Bob yeah, makes true. my life miserable for three hours on a Monday. No, I'm going to make guess- his life miserable for three hours on a Sunday. And it's like, thanks, man. And if there's no more further proof, uh, how about the fucking Dollar Tree Mikey bot? <laughs> well, that... I thought it was going to be decent, but I got a better one now. So that doesn't, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. His uh, original microphone was like, if you were well, to put in an independent wrestling DVD on and they're standing there backstage with a microphone, it's clearly not working. Well, to be fair, I was talking into the camera. To be fair, I was not about to invest a good chunk of money if it wasn't something that I was going <laughs> to end up doing. He didn't want to fucking do it in the first place. God damn it. Yeah, you were looking. <laughs> I needed to know I was point. dedicated in order to buy a decent microphone. <laughs> fucking A. But here I am. And now I'm just echoey as fuck because I haven't hung anything on, on my new office walls yet. All right, Conrad. My new office. I'm just a fan. I'm just a fan. I'm not making money off this podcast or the TNA Cross the Line podcast. I'll tell you what I'm not a fan of. This fucking match. This is a brutal main event. Well, do you want me to show you what else is in my mystery box? <laughs> yeah, do a, do an unpacking here live on air. Okay. This is, we got the, my, my got the macho man. Okay. Oh, it's not signed? What a pussy. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's dead. He hit a tree, don't you know? He went out. Of, he yeah, went well, out. Uh, it came with it came with this referee one. It's a chase. You'd have to listen to the pod. A, there's a joke in the podcast. Well, you know what? Just because Macho Man's dead doesn't mean it couldn't be uh, autographed. I mean, Rob Feinstein, he did that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I swear to God, dude, Roddy Piper definitely signed this shit. And it's like uh, he's dead, dude. I don't think that happened. It's yeah. like a it's like a wicked new promo. It's like a 2021 DVD. Yeah. 
Get this WrestleMania 38 signed uh, poster by Randy Savage. I swear to God, it's real. <laughs> what is, oh, is that Daniel Bryan? No, it's uh, Dylan Postel, naked with the res- major wrestling figure title. It's a keychain. Oh, my Lord. Why are they all little figures? Is that the theming of the box here? Uh, well, so, yeah, it's um, it's it looks like it's mostly... I mean, there's some stuff that's not, but... Um, yes, it's yeah. from Wrestling Tees. I mean, this isn't... This is drunk Dylan Postel. If it's all like you'd have to know the podcast to like get half the jokes. So Are you a fan of Hornswoggle or something? No, it came in the thing. Matt and Brian pins. Smart Mark Sterling socks. Sex socks, if you listen to the show. And then it came in this really sweet box. Hmm. It's nice to it, know that I'm not the only one that waste my money on stupid well it's actually not to plug more podcasts but the major wrestling figure podcast is easily my favorite podcast i listen to i've heard good things easily it got me into collecting um why don't you plug the uh the podcast that you're going to be on because that was already on thing to do i already i already plugged it well didn't you just do another one recently yeah, he, so I did the ruthlessly aggressive podcast, right, which we plugged. Yep, and then I re, I just did uh, yesterday, which by the time you're listening to this, it's definitely been released. Uh, Wrestling twenty years ago, backlash two thousand one. Yes, yes, they're good guys over there. Yeah. Uh, Brett is going into the the three moves of doom. It looks like he just hit his little uh, his Russian leg sweep, his his elbow off the second rope. We're in a sharpshooter. But it looks like Undertaker's fighting his way out. He's going to choke, choke Sam. Oh, yeah. And you see, I'm still drinking coffee, and it's after 9 o'clock, so I'm going to be hyped for the ending of this match. If it was me and Undertaker was choking me like that, I'd oversell it and go, <laughs> so that the first row could hear it. Oh, man. Oh, double down. If if that was me, I would have, like, popped a blood... Uh capsule in my mouth and then looked like I was Skinner. Ooh. With not having to be tobacco but blood coming out of my mouth. Like, what the fuck? You mean Skinner, the man who won the first main event on Raw? That's right. That's absolutely right. I am convinced that, that they were going to start pushing Skinner and then it ran out of air and they're like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't. He's too over. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. How did they not have Undertaker sit up? Come on, you fucked up. What is he doing? Oh, he's taking the turnbuckle pad off. Oh, uh, that's a heel move, dude. Yeah, what the hell? Okay, shit, man. man. Taker must be in trouble here because he really didn't sit up that good. Well, he's punching his eye, dude. Oh, yeah. His little fibers are going to snap. I was trying to take the mask off. What if they were like, what does Undertaker look like underneath that mask? <laughs> We've never- oh, he took it off. He Show us be- the face. He must be healed. My favorite there- reveal ever is fucking Kane. And it's like, oh my God, he's got color contacts in? And it was like a little makeup on the eyes. Yeah, I was like, what? Well, and then let me tell you. The though. week after, like, he's bald? Oh my God. I like the fucked up Kane hair when they took the mask off and it's like yeah, little pubes on his head. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, when when I was a kid, though, that shit was like pretty legit. Yeah. I remember I missed it on Raw. I fell asleep, and the next day I was going on WWE.com like, oh my god, I gotta yeah, see this. I was too. So as a kid, well, that I shit saw it live. hooked me. I saw it live because that was like the summer. So like school was out ever, so I could stay up and watch. And I remember being like, "Oh my god, this guy's gonna be fuck. There's gonna be like deranged." And he just turns around. It's like black makeup. He's fucking bald. He's got a receding hairline. I'm like, "What the fuck? That's it?" Well, when I when I was young enough, I was like, "Oh my god, he he's burned." Like, I, yeah. like that's that's how like, young I was. Yeah. My first exposure to Kane was at Dallas's house, and we were playing WrestleMania 18 on the GameCube. Oh. And he was like, dude, pick whoever you want. I'm going to be Undertaker. And I was like, okay. Well, who's his partner? And Dallas was like, well, it's Kane. I was like, okay. So I picked this guy, right? He comes out. He looks fucking awesome. Taker just hit the tombstone. Yeah. So pin him. So my my first memory of Kane is like Pete Kane. Uh, They're looking at the... Who is it? It's Diesel. Let's pull the referee out. Undertaker knows Diesel's. Look at he's looking like you got to be shitting me. Is that Paul Bear? Whoa, <laughs> hold up! They just rang the bell. What is going on? Oh, they DQ'd him. A yeah, 40, how much time is left? Forty-minute match. We have about thirteen minutes left of the actual show, roughly. What the fuck is what? They there was for? there one clean finish the whole night. No, we're at two hours, 36 minutes, and 55 seconds. The uh, the tag title match was clean. Just not a good finish, but it was clean. It was a roll-up, dude. Yeah, it's a clean finish, though. Bullshit. And then the Rumble match. He's super oh, hold on. There was just a sign in the crowd that some fan held up wicked fast that said, Gay Dust. <laughs> uh, who... who... Said to ring the bell because the official was pulled out of the ring. So he he he, he got up and went over to the table and told them. They literally said that, and he he did. I mean, he was standing up. Oh, Jesus what flipping the off fuck? Fuck you, brother. He gave the middle finger. Look, Taker's super pissed about that. Nobody flips off the dead man. <laughs> it's fucking absurd. You don't give me the bird. Who the fuck do you think you are? Diesel, you dug your own grave when you gave me the middle finger. Diesel, I learned that when you flipped me off, that meant that you were giving me the bird. So as you can see behind me, I have murdered 400 pigeons. And it continues (laughs) until I get my hands on you. And then... The meantime, I am gonna go after the seagulls <laughs> because when I'm driving my hearse and they're in the middle of the road, I legally cannot run them down. <laughs> but what I do is I put them in my trunk and I break their fucking necks. And at WrestleMania 12, Diesel, you're gonna be my seagull. <laughs> Can we just uh, make note of the fact that Bret Hart just celebrated as if he won the match and then exited? Well, he did. He's like, guys, look at me. I got Tombstone. I was definitely pinned, but you know what? I won. 
I mean, yeah. they're playing his theme song now, so you gotta make the fans leave happy after you hit a what shitty is, ass. What is the rest of the day. twelve minutes? Railroad oh. Plus. Yeah, so this is definitely Coliseum video shit. I'm standing by here with Gorilla Monsoon, and uh, yes, his glasses match his shirt. What kind of question is that? <laughs> well, let me tell you something here, Todd. In a, in a couple short months, they're gonna have this guy, this fella named Stone Cold. And he's going to say I'm a gorilla, yet I hee-haw like a jackass. And I'm going to be real pissed about it. And then I'm going to suspend him. But really, me suspending him doesn't mean shit because I'm not really the commissioner of the WWF. <laughs> what is he talking about here? So he just announced that Brett is defending the title against Diesel at the February In Your House. Fuck off. We've already seen that match. Mm. How is Diesel the number one contender when it's really Shawn Michaels? He won the Royal Rumble. Hey, guys, Doc Hendricks here. And if anybody's a little bit more flamboyant than Doc Hendricks, it is Shawn Michaels. Shawn, tell me, how do you get your penis so big? Why is everybody cutting promos in front of these shitty red lockers in the middle of the hallway? Why not? Listen up here, Docky, my man. Me and my buddy, Big D. Nobody's got a bigger D than HBK. Get it? It's a little bit of an alphabet play. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) I'm probably going to be in the main event here in the next couple of months, so... Cash your checks now, folks, because Sean's going to be making all the money here pretty soon. Who's he facing at the in your house? Diesel? No, it's Diesel and Brett. Oh, that's right. Well, what is Sean talking about? He's Well, Doc just asked him, how do you feel like who will be the champion at WrestleMania between well, Diesel and Brett? Oh, so he's jobbing out. The click is going to be behind me, and, and th- they better be behind me or they're going to see the tip of my penis <laughs> on Raw tomorrow night. Stay tuned. We're going to pop a 4.0. Oh, my word. He's going to be the man in 96, I guarantee it. All right. Okay. Thanks, Sean. Gorilla oh, back. I forgot something. <laughs> hey, by the way, I forgot to tell you... Uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan isn't here tonight. Uh, He got fired in 1993. That's news to me. I just found out, but I'm the one who kicked him out of the building way back when. And uh, if I have my way, I'm going to bring him back just to fire him one more time. I wish Gorilla went to WCW and was like the the Nitro Commissioner. Oh, my God. Monsoon just came back over and he was like, yeah, Shawn Michaels will fight whoever wins at WrestleMania. Thanks, Gorilla. Yeah, oh, that's, shit. What mean, that's what it means to win the Royal Rumble, you fucking... I dude. wish he came in and he was just like, <laughs> yeah, Todd, so here's the new thing. If Diesel wins the title, then, like, Shawn oh, doesn't get a title shot. Well, you won't think, Gorilla Monsoon. You're in a rest in peace. Oh, Give okay. it a couple of years when you're sitting in front row. <laughs> Like you just said it'll be a cold day in hell before Diesel uh, has the championship. 
Oh, wait. He doesn't want to see what happened tonight happen in your house. Oh, he's going to have to make an, an addendment. <laughs> and then he says, oh, wait, an amendment, not an addendment. He just put it. It's going to be Brett and Diesel in a cage now. Whoa. And whoever wins gets my x-ray glasses. <laughs> Daddy cool. Well, Daddy cool, here at our Doc Hendricks. How's that water? You drinking it? Is it cool like you, Big Daddy? <laughs> well, well, Doc, uh, let me tell you, that's not water. It's Shawn Michaels sperm. And let me tell you, it goes down like water. Yeah, Bert's a champion. You know what? And I'm here to play. You see the adjective there? Me and Brett, we're going to play in the cage. It's big. It's blue. It's like me. Cool, blue, big daddy. <laughs> no, what's, the, what's the thing you would always say? Well, I'm a jackknife. <laughs> I'm a jackknife his ass. <laughs> yeah, listen up, WWF champion, Brett. We're going to fight in that cage. I'm going to just jackknife you. I'm going to take your ass. I'm going to just fucking jackknife your ass. And Big Daddy Cool, big truck boy, if you will, he's going to drink this water. He's going to he, he's gonna just fucking jackknife you. And then I'm going to walk out with the WWF Championship. How do you feel about that, Todd? Okay? I can't think of any. I'm going to fucking jump in the jackknife you. <laughs> Holy fuck, that's the promo every time, dude. Shawn Michaels going to WrestleMania, and I think I want to fight my buddy at WrestleMania again, because last year, it was only the decent match on the card because the rest of the show sucked and there's no build to it. But no big deal. You want to see me and Shawn at WrestleMania? That's the click, and that's too sweet. (laughs) Oh, my stomach hurts. Why are they doing all these promos at the end of the show? They really ran out of content for the pay-per-view? It's the Diesel Wrestling Federation. It's no longer the World Wrestling Federation. So it's the DWF. You hear that? In 96, baby. Win to the title. Jack Nice Nafses. And then we're fucking (laughs) drinking water. And you know what? We're going to just keep talking on Coliseum Home Video. Because when you go and rent this at Blockbuster, your ass wants this here. Oh, he's telling people to shut up. Your ass wants to... Okay, well, uh, we got to sell. If you guys want to buy a stand-up of uh, Diesel. Wait, hold on. Oh, we got to go to Jim no. Cornette. He just shit his pants. Oh, no, Cornette. Uh, oh, who's what? that? Oh, is it Vader? What's going on here? There's a toilet and a shower behind them. Vader's like, my tits are huge. <laughs> I'm out of shape. I'm a fat piece of shit. Paul Orndorff knocking me out with this seventh grader arm. I'm pissed about it. Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> Boy meets world. I fucking hate you, Ben Savage. Oh my god, guys! We still have three minutes left. Well, it looks like gonna a recap of the whole show. Holy yeah, shit, Johnson! He was like fired out of a cannon coming over that top rope. You know what? I have a new idea, guys. Okay. I think for every pay-per-view, we should just find the video packages on YouTube and just review those and then be like, hey, this is what happened on the show. That's a good <laughs> Well, so far, um, I hate to say it, but I don't think 96 is off to a super strong start here. Not pay-per-view-wise, no. I thought that was a relatively weak Royal Rumble. And I was actually pretty excited for it, so I'm a little bummed out, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. I think for me, the really the standout was the Razor Ramon Goldust. To I me, that just- was... 
really kind of Goldust's re-debut as something that isn't Dustin Rhodes. Well, I was going to say that as well, and um, that was the one I was most excited for anyways, so to be honest, I'm not, like, disappointed about See, that. See, I was excited for the Royal Rumble, and I'm kind of bummed that it really just dragged on. Are you guys going? Are you guys going thumbs down? I'm I'm going thumbs in the middle. The, the I, main was gonna event say, I was going to say I was going to say in the middle. I was going to say in the middle. I mean, I didn't think it was like an awful show. I wasn't bored until the main event. I don't know, dude. And all the bad finish. I'm saying thumbs down. I get why. You, I get that though. There I'm was saying thumbs a down. ton of bad finishes. I mean, there's no no. You can't deny that. Yeah, I wanted this to be much better than it was, I guess. And even the Vader thing, like that was super disappointing. Yeah. Well, was that was because that was the biggest disappointment of the show. If you I me. know. He comes out with like all this intrigue, and it's like as soon as he entered the ring, it was just like. I think the problem is that he entered the ring. He just stood there. Yeah. And and nobody reacted. It wasn't yeah. like oh shit, this is this Vader guy. It was like let's all ignore Vader who just came in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if they did that because they didn't want to put over a WCW. Team. I. That's what I. That's the way I interpret it. Yeah. Yeah, Honestly. but that's, don't don't hype them up for three weeks with video packages if you don't want to make it. I mean, you already do that by hyping them up, and then right. you could give them in the ring, and then okay, that's it. It's like right. what? Yeah, I don't know. I guess I wanted more out of this show than we got. Of course, I knew the main event was going to be a snooze fest, but I don't think it should have gotten 40 minutes. I mean, well, I you got 28. Well, it felt like fucking 48. Well, I I didn't think it was going to be a snooze fest, but I didn't think it was going to be that bad. No, no. Yeah, I don't know. I was disappointed. So I think I'm saying thumbs down. I mean, there wasn't a lot on that show that kept my attention. I think that there was enough storyline-wise where it could have been a lot more than what it was. And I think that's what bums me out the most, is that it did have potential to be a really good pay-per-view, and I was kind of expecting it to be because, again, historically, the Royal Rumble matches sometimes have been the best pay-per-views of the year. So, I don't know. I was definitely disappointed with that. I can get that. I'm going to go thumbs in the middle. Just I think the undercard was enough. The finishes, for the most part, don't bother me all that much. Jared, Jared uh, losing by DQ. I understand the purpose of it, just to kind of protect them and stuff like that. But I don't well, know, man. My, the finishes my take is, me out of it. They well, do. my thing is, I like, get that. every match had a shitty finish. I know. That's the yes. part that bugs yeah. me. Yeah. Yes. But I'm still, I'm agreeing with the thumbs in the middle. I think that's fair. We've definitely seen worse pay-per-views. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, And are they still building on story? Yes, to some degree they are. Um, I don't know. I just, maybe, maybe the, the execution, the delivery could have been better. And that's what I'm more bummed about than anything. Um, and really the excitement of the Royal Rumble. The years previous, yeah, there hasn't been great guys in it. But I can remember it being relatively exciting. The Diesel run randomly in the middle Royal Rumble. Uh, you know, the surprising Bob Backlund rally in 93. It was like, 
really, we didn't get much excitement this year. I don't think. I agree. You guys weren't excited for Doug Gilbert? No, it was just kind of bland. You know, it was definitely like, it felt like as if all the talent on this show was told, hey, this is just an in-your-house pay-per-view. And then they got there this that day and it was like, oh, this is actually the Royal Rumble that, you know, is pretty important. <sighs> so instead of changing the way they did it and everything, they just fucking kind of walked through the whole show. I didn't like yeah. that. Yeah, no, I get that. Uh, all right, well, next week's episode is another Raw, and I believe the only thing we know so far would be this is a huge match. It's a uh, WWF World Champion Bret Hart wrestling the new Intercontinental Champion Goldust. So uh, that will be interesting, and we know that for the February in your house, the main attraction for that appears to be Brett and Diesel inside of a steel cage. So at least we have some stuff, I guess, to look forward to in the future. I don't know if I'm this, I don't know if I'm all that intrigued with a Brett Diesel cage match. Right. It just seems like they don't have a strong main event scene, so they're like, okay, let's just do Brett and Diesel, and what's another stipulation? Okay, put it in a cage. Well, and they've already had their matches. How many times do you do Brett Diesel? Well, I definitely thought we were going to get Diesel and Taker, so this is kind of weird to me. Well, I think that's the clear main, like, WrestleMania match. Well, at this point, yeah. I mean, if they're not going to do it at the next in your house, then we might as well just keep building for it, I guess. When but is the as- next in your house? I think it's February 18th. Okay. I've never understood. So he, I mean, I understand Diesel was the final two technically, but how is he getting a title match? I've never understood that. It's just like when, you know, at, you know, a guy loses at WrestleMania and then it's like, oh, uh, at the next pay-per-view, you're the number one contender. Like he, they, they lose their match at WrestleMania. Like with Ryback and like Mark Henry that one year, he lost to Mark Henry. And then the next night he's like, you're going to go after John Cena for the title. It's like, well, then yes. why'd you have him lose the night before? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, so I don't know. I uh, I also don't like that going into this. So you know Sean's going to WrestleMania, right? And realistically, there's three guys. More like two, but three guys he could be facing. It's either going to be Undertaker... It's either going to be Diesel or it's either going to be Bret Hart. The odds of it being Diesel again, I'd say are pretty high. For where? WrestleMania. Oh, wow. I don't want to do that again. I was just going to say, what are the odds that A, they let Diesel win the title again? Yeah. And B, just so Sean can beat him again at WrestleMania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there interest at this point in an Undertaker Shawn Michaels match? I would say there probably is. It's relatively fresh. It doesn't necessarily need a stipulation because there's not a whole lot of history there. Mm hmm. So that's a potential. On the other hand, you could do Sean Brett, which is arguably your two biggest stars, if if not, you know, no argument. 
Um, but then you're backed into a corner because it's face versus face. And nobody can really win clean, I don't think, in, the, in that sort of situation because you need both of them to stay strong. So now your main event of WrestleMania is fucked. So I don't know. It's an interesting position to be in for Shawn Michaels. Because again, it is that shoe in spot. And I think it puts the other three in a very bad spot. Because how do you get there and who do you get there with? Because realistically, after the Rumble, you don't have a like a whole ton of time to build the WrestleMania. And there's got to be some steam behind this. Because regardless of who meets Sean at WrestleMania, Sean has been positioned as walking out WrestleMania the champion. No matter what. In my opinion. That's just the way I'm seeing it now. Um, so I think it's going to be very, very important to keep a close eye on kind of the things that unfold and, and how they paint this picture because it doesn't seem like it's going to be an easy narrative to tell. Uh, they're definitely going to have to put some work in for this one, which is exciting because, hey, when's the last time they put work into a storyline? Uh, gee, fucking three years? Hmm. So I don't know. I, I guess that is something to kind of keep in mind. I do think that, you know, going back to the rest of the Royal Rumble card, I do think Goldust has quite a bit of momentum. I do think that he and Brett on Raw will have a pretty decent matchup and only shine Goldust more. Uh, obviously a screwed finish, I would think, for next week. Uh, but nonetheless, just uh, finally a good heel that we're building, which we've needed forever. Vader's going to have to be basically built from the concrete foundation up at this point because they've torn down any credibility they had with the vignettes going into the Royal Rumble, in my opinion. Um, so I don't know. It's just it's a weird kind of spot to be in with a lot of pieces still waiting to be placed in order to get to WrestleMania. I do expect more from Ahmed Johnson. I do expect him to move up the card relatively quick. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just, it's the main event scene is really fuzzy to me. Like, I really don't know which direction they're going in, especially now that they're booking another Bret Hart diesel match. It's like, we're going backward, man. It's 96. Give me something different. You saw how it worked out for 95. Uh, guess what? Not too fucking good. Diesel in the main event scene? Ugh. A smatter of applause at best. So, I don't know. It's just not where I expected us to be coming out of the Royal Rumble for 1996, but that's just me. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious that it's going to be... Shine Brett for WrestleMania. I think it's been clear. I, I don't know. I don't get that. I don't. I don't picture that. Well, what's the story? Brett just not losing the title is what I'm getting out of it. I, mean, I, I just can't see Brett losing before WrestleMania. Well, I think it's a matter of you know Brett's always been the the best in ring guy, and I think that they're trying to make the narrative that Sean's the better wrestler. So who's the better wrestler? Well, they already kind of did that with Lex and Brett. It's like, who's the who's the better hero guy? 
Yeah, oh. but I think it's a little different. I think historically face versus face doesn't work. Uh, well, I mean, I kind of disagree with your thing where it's like, well, neither one can lose cleanly. I've never believed that. People yeah, but can do you cleanly. want do you want one of them to win cleanly over another? Yeah. I don't know. Let's say let's say their mindset is uh, Sean's our guy, which by all accounts that's what they're going. For. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah. if I'm going into that show, I'm thinking, okay, well, we're gonna have you know these guys wrestle a 20 minute match or whatever. Sean hits the super kick, one two three. Brett loses. Brett gives the belt over. You know, kind of like your Hogan Warrior thing, a different era, but whatever. You know, hand it over. Because to me. If Brett loses a, a loss for Brett, never really hurts him because he luckily has that fighting champion type of thing. He's kind of always been the underdog, so he's always he has that crutch to kind of base it on. Now, on the flip side, though, if Brett were to make Sean tap out or something in the middle of the ring, that might hurt Sean, like Sean's ascension. Like it, it was fine. It was fine know. in '95 because he wasn't quite there yet. He still had that like upper mid card feel to him. But now it's like, all right, we're on the cusp of Sean being a main event guy. Personally, I disagree. I, I think a loss from either guy against either guy hurts the other person. At this point, I don't feel like Bret Hart legitimately can lose to Shawn Michaels. I, I I don't I don't feel like people would buy that. Well, you know what? I think you have to look at it too from a from a a real fighting kind of mindset here. So, an example for me would be. And it's kind of a stretch, I guess. But like, there was a Kimbo Slice when he fought Seth Peruzzo or whatever, and everyone and their mother was like, "Kimbo Slice is about to murder this guy." Because as you guys, I'm sure, will remember, Kimbo Slice was like a backyard fighter guy, beating people up on the streets, yeah. knocking people out in 40 seconds. Yeah. And this Seth guy had pink hair, and he looked like he was 150 pounds. But guess what? The Seth guy got one shot in and knocked Kimbo Slice out on fucking national television. So I don't think, you know, if you look at it from that perspective, it's like Sean could get that one kick in to win the match, to win the title. But I think it says something that Brett is so strong that in a viewer's eyes that, you know, he can't lose the match, but, if you promote it as like, hey, man, it takes one super kick and he can hit it out of nowhere or whatever. I don't think it's that damaging at all. And, and I think any loss that Brett were to ever you know, have, he's going to be able to get it back very quickly. Like when he lost to Yokozuna, you know, and then the whole Hogan thing, he was still like the most prevalent and most important guy on TV. Yeah, I don't know. I just and maybe it's the timing, because this ascension of Sean has been very quick. It has been organic. I'll give them that. At least they're letting it happen organically. Uh, they're definitely putting their own steam behind it, but the fans are behind it, so that's fine. 
Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I think my problem is I don't understand the long term. Like, is their long term idea? Brett is the previous guy, and now Sean's going to come in and he's going to be the guy. So Sean's going to be the new Brett. Is that like the thinking behind it? I guess. I think he's going to be the new, like, best technical guy in the Met, you know, like the best in ring guy. So, and if that's the case, fine. Um, beat Brett clean, but don't, I don't think that they can do the Yokozuna thing here where Brett just bounces right back and he's, you know, Oh, no skin off my nose. I don't think you can do that because not only does I, you know, I think it takes away a little bit from the legitimacy of it, but it kind of takes away from Sean a little bit like, Oh, well, it's a fluke or whatever, or, Oh, good job. But like, I'm ready for my rematch. I don't know. That's what I mean. I, I feel like Brett still has too much steam behind him to do just lose cleanly. And, and same with Sean. Absolutely. There's no way Brett can tap him out with the sharpshooter. And then Sean just loses. And it's like, Oh, well, I guess I'm not recovered all the way or something like it's, it's so hard right now because both of these guys have been built to a point where a loss on either end, I think, is trouble. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, though. It'll be interesting to see how the potential buildup between these guys happens over the next, uh, I guess, couple of months, potentially, here. If Brett were to retain it over Diesel in the cage, which... I would assume he's going to. And, and and I would think so too. But again, storyline wise, would it make sense for Diesel and Sean? Sure. You know, you could easily play on their history. Yeah, um, but I, I, think I don't Diesel's think I'd want to see him. Yeah, and the main event is done though. Right. Which is why I hate that they're regressing back to this match. Cage match or not. Like this is, we've done this already. Diesel didn't work. It didn't work out. He's kind of capped out in that upper mid card. Oh. Can't really do main event shit anymore. Yeah. Um, I, I think they've shown their hand with that, which is why as much as I fucking hate it, I think Sean could get a decent match out of the undertaker. It's fresh. They haven't done it before. It's 96. Give us something different Do fucking Sean undertaker. At least that's if you're going to do face versus face, at least it's like Undertaker, which is like there's a mystery behind it. And you can the same guy it. who hates the Undertaker wants him in the fucking main event at WrestleMania. Yes, I hate to say it, but yeah, that's I want weird. something different and I don't want them to handcuff themselves with Brett and Sean. You know what? I want Ahmed Johnson. There we go. Versus have him have against Sean against Bret Hart. Have him come out and be like, I won the fucking Royal Rumble. You saw me? I beat Shawn Michaels. And they're going to be like, no, that's Jeff Jarrett. He's like, ah, oh, fucking Shawn Michaels. I beat him. What do you do with Jeff Jarrett? <sighs> fucking nothing? Yeah, I don't know. They must have something because they didn't want to have him lose to Ahmed Johnson. So they must have something planned. And him. they, like, talked him into coming back. Yeah. I don't know. Razor's dead in the water, dude. Razor needs to be written off TV. He's one, him and one, two, three kid again. No, man. Again, they're just going back to the old shit. Pumped for it. I don't know. Same feuds for three and a half years. It's great. 
Well, and then all these other guys, you got to think. All right, so Hunter Hearst Helmsley came in with a lot of steam. He ain't doing shit. Ringmaster ain't doing shit. Vader ain't doing shit. Henry Godwin ain't doing shit. All these guys that they just recently introduced into the fold. Yeah, they got to build them. And yeah, it takes a couple years to get there. But it's like... Like, what are we fucking doing with all these guys? They just got here and we don't know what to do with them. Yeah, they have no direction for them already. Nothing. Housley hasn't done anything for a year. Dude, I know. what. Talk about a disappointment. Yeah. And he's talented. You can tell. Like, when he's in the ring, you can tell he's good. Yeah. And he, like, wants to be there and wants a spot. He just doesn't have a spot. I don't know, man. It's it's really weird. It's a weird time, and I hope that 96 kind of figures itself out, but it's got a long way to get there after this pay-per-view. And that's frightening. Yeah, well, the, the road to WrestleMania 12 has officially begun. Dallas, do you have anything else for this week's episode, or are you just going to continue to sit there in silence? I'm going to sit here in silence because I'm about to pee my pants. All right. Well, then, for Austin Skinner and for Dale Scribbly, I am Bob Kline Jr., and this has been Ico Pie. You gotta hear it. Just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy.